Blog Talk Radio. It's not really having to do with the with the um, the talent level. Really. Yeah. It's really like these people are not seen at, at do not appear as being as marketable 100%. as their light skin and white 100%. counterparts. That's the, that's the systemic issues again. That for whatever reason we've been taught that light is right. Uh, we're drawn to the straight, even the, the the idea of the straight hair, and mm-hmm. you know the. Uh, the the complexionism that goes on is again it's this hierarchy system. There was this, you know, German scientist back in the day that started classifying people based off of the tone of their skin, and you know, their name was some shit like Frederick Bloomblock or some shit like that, like Johann Frederick Bloomblock. He's like, yo, white people, the people from the mountains of Caucasus are the superior people and it and everybody under them are feeble minded and and that it goes all back to that thinking yeah, and we subscribe that, to it. Yeah, it's that fucked up. yeah, I mean he he actually you know, Matthew went went into sort of his own stories because he grew up in Alabama, I believe. Yeah. And the school he ended up going to, he had a transfer, he ended up getting caught messing with some white girls. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the school he was transferred to was a historically Black college. Shouts out to the HBCUs. But but they were doing the brown paper bag test. Yeah. Back then. And the, the only reason why he even got in because the athletes were exempt. Yeah. From that. Because the but, darker athletes are gonna be the better athletes. <laughs> a lot of times, yeah. But literally, yeah, they would pull out a brown paper bag. Yeah. If you're darker than this bag, then you cannot get into this black hey, college. I'm, I'm the color of the paper bag. Right. You, you are the paper I'm, bag. I'm right there in the middle. <laughs> But so, isn't it isn't it crazy though? Like Nah, it's it's funny. That that's real. Even within our own community, we've been brainwashed that complexionism is the lighter you are, the better you are. Right. His, and I, I deal with that when the uh, the uh, King of the Dance Hall film because it's 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 so real in Jamaica that yeah. they're bleaching their skin to and, oh, yeah. and that's looked at as a a sign of success. Yeah. No. His his own mother told him not to bring home a black nappy headed girl. Yeah. Even though. She was black, yeah. and, you and know, even had, it's had funny, nappy hair. Like I, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, like it's a self hate kind of self hate thing that that we've been. Again, it goes back to that demoralization. You know, what I mean, we've been told that we are less than, so therefore we subscribe to it. And it goes. It's funny. I even see it. You know, I look at some of the comments and stuff when they talk about like, because like everybody's kid now is is freaking beige. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, like everybody's kid. Like uh, like all of our kids are just beige, but. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. The whole world gonna be beige soon, and then what you guys gonna do? But um, it's funny though when you see those comments and the some of the self hatred, but even some of the animosity towards like, oh well, why everybody got light skinned kids? Or why are you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh they, oh, I want my kids to have good hair. Like what the fuck is good hair? You know what I mean? Like all hair is beautiful. You know what I mean? Like any hair that's on your head is good hair. Like but we. It's again. It's this European, what they call it, the the colonizers mentality. Yeah, because I had interviewed uh, Bianca Bonnie. Uh, she was uh, Young B from Chicken Noodle Soup. Oh, right, 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 right. right. And yeah. now now she's on Love and Hip Hop. Right, right. And uh, you know she had a song called uh, Love for These Dark Skins, and she was talking. And the the, the video starts off with a dark skin dude is like, oh, yo, you fly for a dark skin chick. Like I would, I would, yeah. I would, I don't usually date dark skin chicks, but I would fuck with you. And it's yeah. like, and she said like this, this really happens. I mean, the video starts out 
and, and you're talking to a dude who's actually kind of dark skin himself. Right. And he and he says, "Oh, you wild pretty for a brown skin chick." Right. And, uh, and God like, actually used that line. God say that. Yeah. Like, God used to say to me all the time, you know, because I'm a pretty girl, so that's why I'm confident. I don't have no, um, no, I don't feel no way about anything. I know I look good, and God's up say, you know, I, you, I, I don't date like I don't date brown skin girls, but I would date you, or you're pretty for a brown skin girl, or just stuff like that. And when I mentioned it, a lot of other brown skin girls would say the same thing. Like a guy said that to me. What is that supposed to mean? I see it under my comments still. Like I don't date dark skin girls, but I would talk to you. Oh, you're pretty for a, a black girl. Like under my Instagram comments all the time. And it doesn't bother me, but it's just like I know a lot of other girls have insecurities. This is Five Smooth Stones Network. This is the Five Smooth Stones Network. I'm Brother Seth or Seth or Yo Seth or whatever I'm going to be to y'all tonight. I just want to thank you for your time. I cannot thank you enough. I'm so serious about that. You could be doing so many other things. But instead, you're trying to get a deeper understanding about our young people and hip-hop, um, the um, this self-hate or, or uh, racism, uh, black-on-black uh, uh, from our own people. So tonight we're going to be talking about that among other, many other things. We're going to go down all types of avenues tonight. But I do truly, truly want to thank every single one of you for tuning in tonight, especially those that's been tuned in since 2011, uh, as well as my bloodline family in 16 states, the Douglas Kennedy um, family and, and friends of the family. So let's do this, folks, really quickly. Uh, let's go ahead and read the show's description where everybody be on one accord because we've got a lot of people that call the show and they have no idea what we are talking about. They just simply call that number every single week um, and just, you know, look to just see what Brother Seth is talking about. So to those that did not um, get a text or, or any type of a promo and you just called the number, this is what I said to many people earlier. The title is Black on Black Racism and Self-Hate in Hip-Hop. I went on to type, Nick Cannon kicks off this one with his frustration with black self-hate or black on black racism. How did y'all enjoy that, by the way? Later, hip-hop artist sensation Amari Love Negro, Amari Love, I know I'm not having no trouble with this name, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Amara L. Negra goes deep about her dark skin rejection from non-white artists in the hip-hop industry. One more time. Amara L. Negra goes deep about her dark skin rejection from non-white artists in the hip-hop industry. Tonight we examine everyday thoughts, behaviors, feelings and expressions of racism from non-white people towards non-white people. Many dark-skinned hip-hop and other artists have had to fight a long, hard, tedious journey to make a respectable living. Tonight, we're asking why and taking calls to get answers to one of America's biggest problems in the area 
of entertainment. So that's what I sent to many of you, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing tonight. Again, just um, hitting this as best we can as the Most High kind of lead us. And I don't uh, necessarily want to uh, turn this into a Bible study, but uh, I will say this. um, Anytime we do these shows, we're always looking for answers, and I believe the ultimate uh, answer giver is the Most High. So these shows are always slanted slanted towards some type of solution coming from a higher power. So just know that we just call that higher power the most high. So all the young people that will be tuning in to this show tonight or even in the future, just know that uh, it's not necessarily a Bible study or anything like that. We just want to talk about what's happening with our young people, hopefully hear from them tonight about something that has been plaguing not just the hip-hop industry, but America at large. I mean, it is everywhere. Are there people? Are they breathing? Then there's probably racism. <laughs> it's just that simple, folks. It's just that uh, pervasive. It's everywhere. Every single place you can think of. So tonight, again, we're going to be talking about racism. It's just that simple. Nothing nothing really that deep. We're going to be talking about self-hate. Oftentimes we talk about our white brothers and sisters and what they are doing to us, what they are trying to do to us. But, folks, I'm telling y'all, there's a lot we're doing to ourselves. There's a lot we're doing to ourselves. There's a lot we've been doing to ourselves. As a matter of fact, most of our pain in our world, if we be honest, come from our own brothers and sisters and uh, not from so-called white people. Now, although they're the ones in power, they're the ones paying us and all of this, oftentimes our most pain, deepest hurts come from those that look like us, our mothers, fathers, how they talk to us, our brothers and sisters, our our kinfolk, uh, our our own nationality, our nation. Uh, This Most of our pain comes from our own people. Tonight, we're going to look at it and we're going to hit this thing hard as we can. Folks, it's real. Uh, It is real. It is real. It's not something that's kind of like, oh, an illusionary. Folks, this is real. And it's the way we look at each other. And it's the way we look at our white brothers and sisters with a warped mentality of white supremacy. So we'll get into that a little bit more before I do all of that. And uh, I got a, a lot of a lot of serious audio coming your way tonight. Um, uh, Jay Z is going to be coming your way with his little. He got a little something. I'm going to be playing a little something by him. Uh, Mara, Lenegra, see how it rolled off my tongue then. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be hearing from her and and also this young Hollywood, uh, uh, the, the gentleman that uh, again he he probably meant no harm, but some of the hurtful things he said to her about her features which is really how America feel. When I say America, I'm not talking about white America. Again, tonight we're talking about black-on-black crime. I'm talking about a lot of us, how we feel towards each other. It's been that way a long time. So tonight we're going to be uh, sharing some clips, of uh, audio clips coming your way, powerful audio clips, might I add. But I just want to remind everybody uh, to follow the show. Follow Fosmos on Network. It's very easy. Those of you that got a text from me, just simply click on that, uh, that uh, button that says Follow follow and just click on it. It's going to ask you to sign into Facebook. It's not going to send you a whole lot of junk mail or anything like that. It'll just let you know when we are doing shows. That's all it does. And uh, you can also um, follow the show by simply clicking on that button and, and, and signing into Twitter 
you can also follow the show, follow our shows by clicking on that follow button and signing into your Google Calendar. So follow us, follow us. We're doing a lot of things over here that we've had over 370 shows. We ain't new to this. We're true to this. We've been doing this for a long time, folks. So again, follow Five Smooth Stone Network. Follow this network. Um, if you missed last week's show, you missed a blessing. I mean, I keep saying that, but y'all know it was if you heard it. Uh, it was a very good show last week. How can you get that show? Simply Google. That's the fastest way. Just Google it. Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Songs, and listen to the show on last Tuesday and really be blessed by uh, what we put out for our people. It's just that simple. Um I just thought that we hit all kind of angles, and I can't go into it now. But y'all should really check out all of our shows because we talk, talk about a lot of topics. We talk about mainly five topics, which we call five smooth stones. But we really, at this network, talk about every single thing. I mean, if it's affecting uh, so-called African Americans, we are talking about it over here at Five Smooth Stones. That's the truth. So. Um, just want to remind everybody again to follow the show. It's so important. It's not just that, not just for us, but it's, it's blog talk. Look at you a little differently. Handle you a little different. A uh, few perks come your way once you get a big enough following. They don't seem to mess with you as much as pop as they do. Um, and I probably should say they, because they're probably not the one actually messing. It may be some other people, but if somebody is, is, is tampering with a lot of the shows, especially when we start talking about white supremacy the way we do over here at Five Smooth Stone. We, we don't, it's, it, uh, and while I'm at it, this show is not trying to attack any certain people. This show, this network does not promote hate in any form. Um, we are just about... Uh, love and preservation for the entire planet. And sometimes that means tough love, sometimes that means exposing what those in power do, but that don't mean these little uh, everyday uh, white people that run around with no power or just work beside you. I shouldn't say no power, but because we all potentially have that power as long as we are following the Most High. So I I can never underestimate anybody, young or old, uh, if they uh, indeed is following and submitting themselves to the Most High. But uh, what I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of our shows are, are 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 we we hit hard. I just don't know no other way to say it. We hit hard, but we don't mean any harm to people. We're attacking philosophies and mentalities and doctrines and and, and ways of thinking. That is truly our enemy. Not so much people. All right, and I may talk about that tonight. What is our enemy? What is the enemy? Who is the enemy? Uh, because a lot of our young people are going to be listening tonight, and they have this in their head that certain people are the enemy, and I do not ascribe to that. I think enemy is. Uh, I'm a student of the Bible. Remember, it's ain't no Bible study tonight, but I am a student of the Bible, and I believe a lot of uh, what we call the enemy is nothing more than uh, ignorance. Uh, which is no information that people truly need, but they lack information. Uh, deception, which means they have a little information, but they got it mixed with lies. That's an enemy also. And also another enemy is when they are full of lies. So you got no information, half information, full of wrong information. Uh, uh, let me say it like this, no information, no truth. 
no truth do they have. They just a problem. When the Bible says uh, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, and this is where I'm coming out of uh, again, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So a lot of our young people and old, knowledge don't care whose head it jump in or jump out of. Uh, a lot of us suffer because we don't have information, and then some of us suffer because we have partial truth and part lie. And then some of us suffer because we have all lie. I mean, we we have bought the enemy, the, the philosophy of the enemy. Now, when I say the enemy, I'm talking about the evil one that's spoken of in the scriptures. Again, uh, uh, we can't help but to refer to the reference, the manual for life. I believe in there is one Elohim, or one God who made us all, and he set down the blueprint for how to make it in this society. So tonight, um, that's, this is our enemy, ignorance, uh, deception, and lies, okay? It's just that simple. And we also believe here over here at Five Smoothstone Network and something called Evil Spears. It's not no hocus-pocus stuff. It's real. We've talked about stories, uh, real live encounters um, with these evil spirits. And, um, folks, we're very serious. Evil spirits or in our world. If you don't know about it, I'm so sorry to tell you, especially over this blog like this, being your first time, but they're real. They're not make-believe. They're, they're not make-believe, folks. So tonight, what are we doing? What are we doing tonight over here at Fossil Stone Network? Again, we are dealing with black-on-black racism, self-hate in the hip-hop industry. What I would like to do, is uh, cover a few more things, and then I want to go to uh, Amara La Negra, and you hear from her own words what she experienced, some traumatic pain dealing with this self-hate among uh, our people and among the industry which she loved. This is not all about Amara because we're talking about racism and hip-hop and really racism and entertainment, if we can go there. Uh, so you're going to see very clear, very crystal clear, that you don't need white people per se around to feel hurt and pain and, 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 and many people have committed suicide and many people have died from this, this kind of pain that we're inflicting on our own people. This self, I don't want this black on black self-hate or what we call black on black racism. You don't need white people. And this is why I say white people can't be our enemy. They can't be the devil because... Uh, I, I should I should say they're not our enemy. I'm talking about those in power. No, those in power, I believe, are operating right now as our enemy. And we'll get into why we believe that is, because there is a reason. But I'm talking about the everyday so-called people we, we see on the streets and so forth, white brothers and sisters. Uh, y'all bear with me. Turn that down just a little bit. Okay, folks. So tonight, tonight, um, again, we're dealing with racism uh, uh, because some, uh, and I have to hit this a hard the way I'm hitting this because so many of us just think uh, it's only coming from one angle, one people. And tonight, I'm going to show you that most of the racism you encounter is not going to be some so-called white And this don't get them off the hook because uh, make no qualms about it. Uh, I do believe they're used primarily of promoting this lie but what I'm trying to get at is this is a lie this is a philosophy this is a mindset uh, that our people have adapted adopted from uh, of Satan white people 
believe the same lie from Satan. I don't think our white brothers and sisters have the wherewithal to construct something so destruction as the system of white supremacy without the help of Satan. I believe that he is the author of that. I work with white people. I uh, There's so-called white from my family. Uh, I, I don't have no problems with the interracial, interracial uh, dating, by the way, because some of y'all probably want to ask me to just get it out of the way. I have no trouble with that. I just believe people need to marry people. And uh, the only scripture, scripturally speaking, it only talks about not uh, being in, being uh, yoked with people that are not... Uh, that are not born again. In other words, are not believers, are not following the ways of the Most High. Uh, it's probably the way some of you may understand it. Uh, now, for that reason, I, I, I disagree with certain people marrying, but I don't have a problem with the, uh, uh, people marrying uh, of like minds. Uh, uh, it's really what the scripture is just saying, you know, that to not be unequally yoked with believers if you're a believer. So that's the only problem. Uh, 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 Part of scripture where I can see where, and I would agree with the scriptures. Uh, this is again our map tonight. Uh, I would agree that uh, this is the only time we 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 see the scriptures frowning at uh, people marrying outside of their nationality. So, folks, listen. Uh, our enemy is lies, deception, and ignorance. Again, ignorance, deception. And lies is our enemy, folks. Okay, that is the enemy I'm promoting tonight, and that is the enemy the scripture talks about, and also evil spirits. Uh, we can't say that enough. So, tonight we have defined who the enemy is, and I want to, uh, at this point, switch gears and play Amara La Negra, and she's going to talk about an enemy uh, uh, that she faces, which is ignorance and a little bit of deception. And even lies. So she faced all three of those enemies with in her life as a young hip hop artist. So let's go ahead and go to Amara and uh, see what she is talking about. And would we'll love to know y'all's feelings. Again, press one on the phone lines if you want to tune, uh, comment, if you want to tune in to us and uh, comment on what you're hearing. Do you buy it? Do you think uh, we're we're exaggerating? There's no such thing. And that we just kind of need to do something else with our time? Or do you really see that this is, we're not even touching the surface of this, I believe, giant that stands unchallenged and possibly even unmatched? The only person that can bring down this giant is the most high himself. I don't really think nothing can destroy the system of white supremacy, one world government that we have in our, on our earth. So um, that's why we, we, we lean so hard to the most high, because it is no match for the most high. So anyway, here's Amara La Negra exposing colorism on love and hip hop and in other areas of her life. Here we go. It's not really having to do with the with the um, the talent level. Really. Yeah, it's really like these people are not seen at, at, do not appear as being as marketable. 100%. As their light skin and white 100%. counterparts. And that's, the, that's the systemic issues again there for whatever reason. Okay, that was the wrong clip. Hold on, folks. That's not the one I meant to play. Uh, here we go. Again, I apologize for that, but here, here she comes. Marla Negra. Yeah. 
you were doing a music thing for a while. Yes. On the on the Latin side. See, si. but I mean, yes. but mo but most uh, most Americans found out about you through Love and Hip Hop. Right. And the 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 Love and Hip Hop clip that really went viral was the you know the discussion you had with was it Young Hollywood? Yes. Okay. Where he accused you of basically being blackface? Well, ba- no, what, what, um, I got the blackface thing off social media. With him, it was more that I went to, to him to ask for advice into doing the crossover into the American market. And instead of him asking me about my music or let me hear what exactly is it that you want to do, the first thing he did was, ba- it was judge me based off my look. Um, basically, he said that I wasn't going to make it. Um, with the look that I had, because I had to be less Macy Gray and more Beyonce. In his eyes, it meant, you know, um, the Afro, just like I asked him, his, he told me that my Afro wasn't elegant, which I understand, because it's a brainwashed mentality that has been passed on throughout many years. So he said that my hair wasn't elegant. He called me a Nutella queen. Um, then he did, you know, why are you so, like, proud? Like, what is this about? Like, you know, um... So it was just that ignorance, really, that when it was put on on film, on camera, and people got to see that, it touched many people because, obviously, the United States, the world, um, has gone through racial issues and colorism throughout many years, and till this day, we're going through it. So, you know, it touched many people, and um, I guess that's the reason why it went viral. Yeah, I mean, I just interviewed uh, Matthew Knowles. Who, uh, no, is, you didn't. Uh, Beyonce's dad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he grew up in the South, in, in the Deep South. And we talked about how, the, you know, he got, he had a, he went to, a, a, you know, just a, a regular university. And he got caught messing with a white girl. You know, he was on the football team, I believe. So then he went to a historically black college. And he was explaining to me how... But Fisk had the color, the, the brown paper bag test. Brown paper bag test. This is a real thing? Oh, absolutely. It's a I, very known thing in the black community, uh, the brown I remember, paper uh, bag test. I remember Azalea Banks was lightening her skin at one point, mm-hmm. and she was talking about the brown paper bag test and how black guys respect the brown paper yeah, bag. Yeah, well-known fact. In the, the, I had never heard of it until she said it. I didn't realize how far back it goes. Yeah. So they pulled out a brown paper bag? No, how it worked, this is, uh, I transferred in 1972. Okay. Uh, and, how, and it was the last class uh, that they did the brown paper bag. And they were asked you for a photo you had to submit with your registration. And they would put the photo up against the brown paper bag. And, you know, now I look back and say, man, if you knew that, you could have just lightened the photo, lightened the photo or... Take the Polaroid. You know, they had Polaroids back then. So, you know, you could have manipulated the photo, but I guess people didn't understand that. But that's how they did it. Well, well did you pass the brown paper back? No, then? that was the, the exemption were athletes. Oh. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. When, you know, and you talked about how, you know, I'm not sure if it was your family or other families were saying not to not to bring you know not to have a baby with a dark skinned man because yeah. because yeah. of the of the race. Can you, can you explain that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, unfortunately, I know that a lot of Latinos don't like to talk about it, and somewhat, you know, I can get crucified for saying things like this, but it is the truth. And I know that a lot of people like to cover the sun with one finger and pretend that the issue is not there, but that's what's happening, That because nobody wants to talk about it. It's been happening for years and years and years, and nobody is actually being vocal about it in a peaceful manner. So therefore, I decided to talk about it. Yes, it happens. We can be, and let me not generalize, a lot of Latinos can be very racist among their own community. You know, you could be my cousin, and if you're two shades lighter than me, I'm not as black as you are. Wait a second. As if that's an issue. So one of the things that I get all the time is like, oh, my God, you're so pretty for being a black girl. Or, you know, you have such great features. Don't get married to no, you know, no black man with, like, a big nose and big lips. And this, they're going to mess up your children type of thing as if that's a problem. So I get that all the time. Why do we have certain type of features? It's like I've been told that um, I do blackface. I do blackface because my features don't match my skin, because um, I take melanin shots, I take melanin pills, I spray tan myself. I, I've heard all of it. it. It's actually Googleable. You can Google Amara Negra blackface, and you'll find all these ridiculous stories that people have made of how I'm really not black, and I'm just using the race car to succeed type of thing. And um, it's sad, but it's the truth. I've heard it many, many times, um, and we are treated differently. A lot of Latinos don't want my kind mixed into their family because they didn't want to better the race and better the race means more european features yeah okay so so growing up did you get that from your own family at all or, or no from, yeah what? From, from your mother i mean did you get that from your mother in terms of the kind of kind of boys that you were dating early on or no it was more like um my mom's friends the people that surrounded her would say stuff like that, like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. You need to be with a European man, or you need to be with an Italian, a French, a this, a that, a, a gringo, a this, a, but never don't be with a black guy or a Latino or because you need to better the race. You need to better the family. So I just feel that that brainwashed mentality has been passed on through many Again, years, and that's what they feel that, now you know, to continue that's this call what's in right. Better the race. Better right? the race. Meaning that if you darken, if your children are darker, you're somehow worsening the race. Yes, it's worse. It's awful. You don't want to have dark-skinned babies. You want to have light-skinned babies with, you The know, number you have uh, dialed features, has not been recognized. Good features. Please try again. What exactly does that mean? I don't know till this day. Well, yeah, I mean, there's also the, the good hair concept. There goes the same thing. You don't want any mm-hmm. nappy head kids. You want them to have soft, silky hair. So, therefore, no black husbands or no black boyfriends, no black this, no black that. And it took me a very long time to understand that y'all got a problem. Like, it's not me. It's really you because if you're telling me not to like that, then you're telling me to self-hate myself. So it's the same concept. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you mentioned that your mom is lighter than you. Yes. So I'm assuming that your dad is is darker. Yes, my, my father is very much more darker than I am. Okay. Yeah. So did your mom get any grief about having a baby with a dark-skinned man? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, because my mom is, um, let me see, my my mother and my uncle are the darkest ones, are the darkest, uh, you know, siblings. Um, my 
aunts and stuff are, are light-skinned. Like, um, I have one of them that is as light as you are. Um, because my grandmother was light, you know, was lighter. So it was just that mix that we naturally have. Um, and then I guess that's why I have certain features or whatever. But on my father's side, I got my body. They're big. They're tall. The women have small waist, thick legs, this, that, da, da, da. So it's like that mix. Um, yeah, she was criticizing her own family for being with a darker man. And they call my father Haitian all the time. Because when they want to offend you, they'll call you Haitian. Um... And it's just that, that that's mentality. A, that, that's a Dominican insult to call someone Haitian? Yes. Huh. For the most part. Yeah, whenever they feel like they want to offend me, they'll be like, mira esa Haitiana, look at that, that Haitian. And I'm just like, if you really feel that you're going to offend me by that, you really don't. Because there's nothing wrong with Haitian people. So I don't, nah. I don't see it. Nah, nah. I mean, shit, I've, I've interviewed Wyclef and Praz from the Fujis lots of times who are, you know... You you can't show me someone more proud of their of their country. Than, and I always say two. this: I never like to generalize, so I won't say that all Dominicans feel this way. You know what I mean? There is a good percentage of them that if they want to insult you, like I get it all the time. Even if you read the comments on my Instagram, they'll insult me by saying "la negra esa," the black this or the black that or the Haitian this or the that. And it's just sad now that I know better. I just take that information in and I just store it to be able to educate and inform other people of the issues that are happening in my culture, on my side of the world. Because a lot of people kind of get closed-minded in what's happening on Instagram and what's happening on their social media and the few things that they see on TV. And you don't know that on this other part of the world, there's more people and there's more news and there's other things that's happening. The news a lot of times just tells you, oh, there's a cat stuck in a tree and dun, 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 there goes the news. And I'm like... Why aren't you talking about other things that are happening here, 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 unless you use the Internet to really get informed? So that's usually what happens. Uh, they're getting way too much uh, 
all people deserve respect and love, but they are in a place in most people's minds, and especially their own minds, where they should not be. So what Brother Seth is doing tonight is simply, simply presenting this challenge. We won't call it a problem. It is a problem, but we'll just say presenting this challenge to you tonight. And uh, with the help of the Most High and a lot of wisdom from years of living on the planet, I hope to uh, submit solutions tonight that would help us as a uh, people. And then, of course, this Five Snow Stone Network, as we say every single week, help really the planet. You know, I believe salvation is to the Jew first, and I believe African Americans nothing more, and Latinos nothing more than one of the lost tribes of Israelites. That's what I believe. I think we've scattered here in this, this new land to serve as, uh, as a, uh, a by our presence by the Most High because of who we were as a people, the greatness we were, how powerful we were, how everything uh, 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 stemmed from this people of the scriptures called the Israelites. And so the greatness for our greatness and who we were, that's how bad we have it because our forefathers didn't pass down that culture as they were commanded to. I know this is new to a lot of you, so all I ask is you be patient with me and we'll get more into details. But before we do that, uh, uh, we got to submit what the challenge is, what the problem is, because there are a lot of people listening tonight that do not believe this is a problem. They think we're exaggerating. They think it's, it's have improved. It has improved. Well, I don't know that white supremacy improves people. I think we we change positions. I think that uh, I used to think I, I, I have to say it's better. It's better because we're talking about it. Uh, it's better uh, of racism as far as in the 40s and the 30s and 20s. It's better today because it's exposed. It's better today because a lot of our white brothers and sisters are able to see that we are indeed not. We don't have a tail, and all of these lies have. have been around forever. So yes, it's far better. I have to say that. But what I've learned is if you don't know who you are, brothers and sisters, if you don't know who you are, I don't care if you have people of all ethnic backgrounds looking at you who really want to help you, want to love you. If they don't know who you are and why you are malfunctioning the way you're malfunctioning as a nation as we are doing for sure as so-called African Americans. We're at the bottom of every single aspect of life and that is the truth. One more time, we are at the bottom of every single aspect of life. If there's human beings breathing we are serving them. Challenge anybody to come on the phone lines, press 1, and let me and share with me how I'm wrong. I believe every single aspect of life where there is humans breathing. Now, when I say we, let me make sure you all understand what I'm talking about because I don't want to get too deep into the, to the solution before we definitely can agree on that there is a problem. And so I'm not sure we all agree on, on. well, let's do this. I'm not going to spill those beans yet. I'm going to go back to some clips, and we're going to nail down what the problem is because I promise you, folks, this is sad. It's very sad what Amar was sharing, and we will get back on that solution just so you all know. I want to teach you. 
but I gotta hit this hard. She mentioned some very serious things. Um, <laughs> she mentioned some very sad things. Listen, folks, if you don't know who you are, you would disrespect your own self. You won't need people to come from Europe to mistreat you. If you don't know who you are, and you know, and all you've been educated is who other people think they are, the greatness of other people, the history of other people, especially white America. When we go to these institutions, the elementary schools and the middle schools and the high schools, when we go and get an education as innocent children and we are taught one-sided about a people, pretty much Europeans, whites, we're just taught day in and day out, and many of us get degrees with this warped history, and we have the audacity to think we're professor. When you have been lied to, remember those are our enemies tonight, ignorance, deception, and lies. No information, ignorance, deception, part true, part lie, and lies, which is 100% false information. And then we believe and submit to you that there's something called evil spirits. It don't matter if you have the truth or not, evil spirits get involved and start lying and cause havoc on our planet because of an old war that's started in the heavens. So these are our enemies tonight we're submitting to you. The premise of this whole show, the foundation of this whole show is script is scripturally based. It's not a Bible study, but I believe I submit to you as the host. Uh, um, I'm not an expert on hip hop culture. I love the music. I love some things about hip hop, but tonight I'm just presenting this show as a as a senior, as a as a seasoned uh, man of the Most High. I care about our young people. I love our young people. I've ha- I have hope for all the generations under me, the millennium, all of them. I believe that there is hope for our people. They just need to know truth. Once our people know truth, you cannot stop them or any other people that know who they are. Lacking that information uh, is going to cause them to serve whoever is forcing their history, their uh, greatness on those people. That's what I believe. Uh, if you're familiar with Five Simple Stones, you know on this network we believe, like I said earlier, that uh, African Americans are people of the Bible, people of the book, and that certain things were supposed to happen to them if they disobeyed. And uh, I believe we are fulfilling all of those prophecies set forth in Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26. And that's why we are suffering the way we do. That's what your brother believes tonight. But I'm open to what you believe and what your take is on what has happened. Uh, again, uh, the phone lines, on the phone lines, press 1 and we'll bring you on and you can comment. So tonight, and by the way, Sister Eliana Batyal is not going to be joining us tonight. It's going to be your, myself flying solo. Kind of like I used to do uh, the first five years of the blog, uh, uh, on Blog Talk, um, 
Y'all remember that? First five years, Brother Seth hardly ever had on a guest, and by choice, because I didn't trust a whole lot of people. And I was just doing my thing. Well, you'll get a little sample of tonight, along with some callers that'll be uh, anxious to weigh in. Again, press one if that is you. But, folks, the self-hate, the self-hate. You heard the sister talk about it, and I'm going to go ahead and do it a, a step further. And I want to play some more clips uh, by um, by her, as well as... Uh, we just got a, little, a few little things coming at you tonight. Let me just say that I won't spill all the beans. But, folks, listen, this is serious, very, very, very serious topic, okay? Again, I submit to you every tiny aspect aspect of life where there are white, so-called whites, so-called blacks, because on the, this network we don't believe people are a people based on color. We believe that we are various nations uh, stemming from Genesis 10. There were 70 nations. We are Nations have nothing to do with black and white color. There were 70 nations, and all of them had what they call albinos in those nations. And eventually those albinos migrated up north and began to hang around up north for hundreds of years, even thousands. And next thing you know, there was a mighty people come out of there. But since they couldn't produce produce pigmentation, they ended up being, yes, this is real history, folks. I'm going to say it again. In Genesis 10, there were 70 nations. Sometimes I go too fast talking about this. I forget. Just a lot of people don't know this. But there were 70 nations, folks. 70 nations. Okay? There, then there was nations from those 70 nations. Okay? In Genesis 10. All of those nations, according to the scripture, because it talks about white skin appearing in all of the, just in humanity. It's even in the plants. Uh, 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 white uh, white insects. Uh, 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 after you have insects for so long, then there's a white insects. It's, it's even it's even in plants. It's in everything that has life. It will put forth after so many productions. Uh, uh, will produce a whiteness, something void of pigment, void of color. It's in our planet, and it is a result of sin. Not saying white people are evil and all like that. I'm not on that trip. You got the wrong guy. I'm not on that trip. I don't believe that at all. I believe that we are white people. We're just covered with melanin. And some of us have lost our melanin, and this is why we, and if we mix those of us that have lost our pigmentation, mix enough with other people that have lost, lost excuse me, their pigmentation, there goes your white race right there in the story. There it goes. I mean, it's, nobody can argue that. And this is what I submit to you tonight uh, uh, is so-called uh, whites. Uh, um, bear with me. I'm doing five different things at one time, trying to load up songs, but let me just stop for a second so I can make myself real clear. So I we believe that there was in the book of Genesis, chapter 10, there was seven nations. Those seven nations uh, had other nations, and all of these people can produce white skin. Not just no one, you know, one, one, one of them was white. No, all of these dark-skinned people, and I might add very dark-skinned people at this time, can produce white skin. Eventually, the white people begin to be mistreated in the motherland like they are today in Tanzania, and they start to migrate. And eventually, in the Caucasus Mountains and so forth, north, which nobody hardly wants to go, Although black, so-called black people or black nations are, are just say nations, because again we don't want to use this. We well, watch how we're using this term black and white tonight. So-called dark-skinned people 
of other nations, of all the nations, again, initially was dark, been all over the whole planet, Europe, everywhere. They just didn't stay because it was cold. But these albinos migrate up there because it was better for their condition, better for their eyes, and they begin to mix, 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 mix. And after a while, they can produce color. That ended up being thousands of people, then millions of people. Okay, and now everybody act like they don't got amnesia and forgot about that. This is throughout various history books. And uh, maybe I'll try to post my library link in uh, in this show's description where y'all can go and check this out. So today we're talking about Amara uh, and, and uh, Allegra, Young Hollywood, Jay-Z, uh, Nick Cannon, racism and hip-hop. What does this have to do with that, Brother Seth? What I'm trying to submit to you is this. These people end up ruling the world. The Father called them, as he said he would, call a wicked nation. Uh, from the north, he calls them, I will provoke you to jealousy. This is a scripture, folks. Again, we're not making sense no Bible study. We ain't going to be necessarily quoting chapter and verse, but I promise you it's there. We've talked about this forever on this show. But uh, it says, I will provoke you to jealousy. Israel, the true Israelites, the true Jews. The scripture says when they was intact, they was in their own land. The scripture says, the Father said to them, I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. That don't mean they're aliens. That just means they didn't have a, a lineage, a pure lineage. These was a little mixtures of everybody. There wasn't a famous people. There wasn't a notori a, 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 a people that was really um, uh, respected and, and revered. This was a no-name people out of Europe. He says again, the scripture says, and I'm quoting it verbatim, I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. So that is exactly what happened. So today the Father used those people to be down the planet. He says it. I talked about this last week. Again, if you missed the show last week where I hit this a little harder, because we can't hit it this hard this week, family. We can't hit it that hard this week. But I come out of Jeremiah 115 where he says, I will call all of the families of the north. They're not just going to take Jerusalem captive. They're going to take everything captive. Nobody's going to escape them. The Bible says they're going, to, they're going to gather captivity as a saying. Nobody's going to escape these people from the north that the Most High call. That, and then in Joel 2, he talks about a people that's coming upon the, the, the land. And then he talks about after them, for many generations, it's, it's going to happen again. And we believe that's, that we are that. One more time. In the book of Joel, chapter 2. It talks about how the Father's going to pour out his spirit, like he did in the book of Acts when they begin to speak in tongues and, and the Holy Ghost was given. He says when he do that, there's going to come a wicked nation upon the earth at that same time. Then he says there's never been, he, he wanted to say there's never been a people like this. So while the Holy Spirit's being poured out, there's also going to come a wicked nation. And the Father says in the scriptures in Joel 2, that there will not be another people like this, but for many generations. says there's never been a people like them before that time. Wickedness uncomprehendable. But then there would, and that would happen. And then he said, and then he says there will never be another people like them for many generations. So one more time, in the book of Joel, chapter two, when the Father put out, he was he prophesied about pouring out His Spirit upon all men, and that happened. And later on in the book of Acts. But he also said when he poured his spirit upon all men that a wicked nation is going to come forth that have never been like before. 
and they're going to gather captivity. Nobody's going to escape them. He talks about them being a wicked, wicked people that is going to is that's going to, that's coming upon the earth that he is going to call. He called them his army because he is using them to beat down the planet. Folks, this is your Bible. I kid you not. We covered this again last week. If you missed the show, simply Google Five Song Blog Talk Radio. And uh, you'll see the show from last week, last Tuesday. Anyway, the father went on to say there will never be a people like them again for many generations. Folks, he even goes on to describe what they're going to do to the people, to the earth. How he says when they go places, it's going to be like the Garden of Eden before they get there. But when they get done, it's going to be destroyed. Said they was going to fly as the eagle. Fly as the eagle, F-L-Y, fly as the eagle. Well, how can a man fly? It's crazy. If you go back in modern and old ancient time, and I tell you, I know people that can fly as an eagle. You're going to say, what are you talking about? Nobody can fly up in the sky. That's crazy. Well, guess what? They have airplanes today, and guess who's mostly in those airplanes? Businessmen going wreaking havoc upon our planet. Yes, we're invited to the party as well, and we can get, uh, we can go, but for the most part, most people in planes are businessmen wreaking havoc upon our planet. Joy 2 is deep, but it's not just Joy 2. There's many other scriptures talking about a whirlwind coming from the north. He that coming from the north. And the scripture always calls them folks his army. His army. Because the Father ordered them to come and destroy. Come and destroy. Folks, today I submit to you that is all these white people are in power. Now, a lot of those little white people live next door to us. They are not really what I'm talking about. They benefit from the lie of white supremacy. And and if they don't speak out against that, they're going to get some of the judgment when the Father goes to judge these powerful, powerful people in high places. If these whites that live next door to us don't speak out against these injustices and not partake of some of the benefits that come from being white, yes, they will see judgment. I'm so sorry to tell you that. That is the truth, so help me. So tonight, what does it have to do with racism and hip-hop? It has everything to do with racism and hip-hop because we've been taught these lies about whites, about white culture, about white history, what they're doing on the earth. A lot of this is a lie. There's all kind of accomplishments and inventions and all types of great economies, all types of stuff happening in the motherland, happening in India, happening in China, happening with all, all kinds of non-white people. But you will never hear that in America. So we're brainwashed to worship and serve and bow the knee to a false god of white supremacy. It is not just white people preaching and acting this out. This is a lie that can be believed by anybody, and it is being believed by uh, everybody. Everybody is taking part in believing this lie about white supremacy. Everybody. Everybody seemingly has at some point bowed the knee. And so we, this sister, Sister Amara La Negra, uh, Nick Cannon, and others is going to be coming on talking about uh, how they have ran uh, into this beast, this giant that stands unchallenged, unmatched in America. What giant, Brother Seth? The lies of white supremacy. Ignorance about white supremacy. 
Those those are the the enemies. Ignorance about white supremacy. Oh, they don't exist no more. It ain't like it's better. Things are better. Oh, thing y'all need to quit talking about that. That's ignorance. That's an enemy. And then people say, well, it is kind of bad, you know, but it's not that bad. And it, they kind of deceive half and half truth. And then there's some people that just believe white is superior. It's totally just just gone, you know. Those are enemies, not to mention evil spirits that's using the whole philosophy, who's created this philosophy to divide and conquer humanity. Yes. The philosophy of white supremacy was invented, I believe, by evil spirits using powerful white people. They had to have something to break down the most powerful nation on the earth, Israelites. They had to. And what they began to do is tear up history. They have to get the knowledge out of their head of who they God was, who they were, what they was about, what they was called to do. I'm talking about the Israelites. Satan, evil spirits, had to get this nation off that information. And once we begin to start uh, being uh, scattered out of Israel, the scripture talks about that, and to all of these lands uh, 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 in the four corners as a judgment against our people, our forefathers, for not passing down our true heritage to each generation. So the Father said, I will scatter you among all people. And he did that. And folks, now we're in all of these nations, and we've taken on the ways of the heathen, the belief system of the heathen, and that's why they're able to rule over us, because we don't know who we are. We're buying the lie of who they say they are. But Seth tonight is presenting the truth, the balance, who these people are, who we are, while we're malfunctioning. I don't have all the answers. I don't even have probably most of the answers. But I guarantee if you listen tonight with an open heart, open spirit, open heart, listen. That's all I ask of anyone that's tuning in tonight. Just listen. Give Brother Seth a chance. I've been looking at this for a very long time. I've traveled the world, been to 24 countries. More importantly, I have the Holy Spirit, though. And you don't have to travel nowhere to know these things. I've, but I have traveled and met people full of the Holy Spirit in various places all over the world that have just fine-tuned what I'm sharing tonight. Either they have added some of this or they have fine-tuned it. So I stand tonight not as a know-it-all, but just someone that loves our people first and love the planet after that. And I would not waste your time. We are not going to waste your time uh, with this presentation. Again, we're talking about self-hate, black on black. We're talking about what we're doing to each other. We're talking about mentalities we have of each other. And we can't help, folks. You can't hate us for this. You can't get upset with our people for this because this we're acting perfect. We are behaving perfect for what we have in our heads. And I see you, Eric, code 703-338. I'm coming to you shortly. We got a question, and we whenever we have a question, we drop everything and go to the phone line. So I'm coming to you shortly. I'm sorry I didn't see you. I was, again, I'm working the boards tonight by myself, and I am just didn't see you here, but I will come to you shortly. But, folks, listen. Like I say so often on this network, I love every single one of y'all. There ain't nothing you can do about it. That's the planet. Everybody. And I've come to understand we are functioning perfect. When I say functioning perfect, I'm saying we're what we have to work with. Our young men are behaving perfectly, brilliantly 
in their foolishness with what they have in their heads. What they're doing is not right. Some of them, most of them, well, I'm going to say some of them. A lot of our, I'm talking about our bad behavior right now. The crazy stuff we're doing. We're doing it brilliantly with what's been put in our head. Brother Seth, I don't understand what you're saying. What do you mean we brilliant? I'm saying when you are sick, you're supposed to say, ouch. When you don't know who you are, you're supposed to act out of character. You don't know who you are. Whites are acting brilliant as well with what they have in their heads. We just got to get the right information in the head, and when we get the right information in the head, our behavior will mimic what we have in our heads. But for what we have in our heads, there's nothing wrong with us. The Father made us perfect. What we're, when we're misbehaving, people, instead of t- always talking about that person's and they're no good, y'all know these criminals, so-called criminals in the hood. When you really get to know them, everybody says they're beautiful people. Well, why do they do crazy stuff? Because of craziness in their thinking. White supremacy is not a people. It is a philosophy. And black America, so-called black America, believes the philosophy, and they are acting out this sickness on each other. That's what this show is about tonight. Let's go to the phone line. Eric Code, 703-338. Go ahead with your question or comment. I would like to know your name and your city. That you are calling from, please. Uh, my name is Ricky Jones. I'm calling from uh, Gainesville, Virginia. Gainesville, Virginia. Well, how you doing, Ricky? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. You know, I'm gonna tell you. I live in a um, in in my neighborhood. There's uh, 164 houses. Out of all those houses, uh, my family is the only house. That houses people of color. Um, my wife is an ordained minister. Her father was a minister. We are Messianic Jews. Um, Jesus was a Jew, and and I'm I'm not calling in to preach or you know uh, deliver any testimony or anything of that nature. But what I will say is that uh, John ten ten says the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and uh, and destroy. And Amen. with that being said, that cometh not to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil, the devil, that's what the devil does. And so, with that being said, like looking at the uh, the culture and the and the the state of America right now, I mean, one can only look at it as you know, and we we're the minority. We've been the minority. And so, with with that being said, like. You know, you look at it and you're like, man, who's who's stealing from us? Who's who's killing us? Who's destroying our people? And you know, you can only come to one conclusion, and that conclusion that conclusion hurts me. It hurts my soul because my mother's white, my wife's mother is white. Um, and, and when we have conversations with them, they don't even get it. Okay, so hold on a second. Let's do this, Rick. Let's dissect what you're saying. At this show, I don't rush people off the phone lines. You can talk as long as you want until, I mean, you know, uh, you know, we don't rush nobody. But listen, when you say where is all our problems coming from, and you talk about being white, elaborate on that right there. Once upon a time, 
and and for a very short period of time, it was okay to be black in America. For a very short period of time, I'd say the mid seventies, it was okay to be black in America. And then, as we progressed uh, as a as a nation, the more power that black people gained, the more that we were able to to come up, you know, and to and to be successful and things of that nature, the more they tried to oppress us. The more we the more we got, you know, killed by police officers, the more that we got killed by average citizens, the more, you know, they flooded cocaine into our neighborhood. The more Okay, now let's hold on, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Because one of the problems we one of the challenges, I'm not gonna say problem, one of the challenges of this show tonight and you and I really appreciate you tuning in tonight. I really appreciate you pressing one and those of you just listening, uh, the rest of you on the phone lines, because that's a phone line for the poor people, as we do every week. And the chat room is open as well, folks. Um, we want to nail down who this enemy is, because when you say they put drugs like Maxine Waters initially, I think, ran with that, uh, and I believe it. They, they, they. When they was putting drugs, whoever did it, there was other white cops that did not oppose, that did not agree with that. When they put the drugs in our community, they seem to be doing it right now. I mean, let's just say some cops is doing it right now. There are some other white cops that would say, this is a damn shame. Is there? Yes, there is. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yes, there is. Yes, there is, Bricky. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. And I'm going to tell you something that's going to probably scare you. There are some black cops that know it. And feel like, I ain't worried about them niggas, man. Agreed. Agreed. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. The enemy, hold on, Ricky, I'm going to let you finish. What I've learned is this. If I ain't learned nothing else at 57 years on this planet, just because I'm 57, I mean, I'm right. But I'll tell you, I believe this is solid, rock-solid advice, brother. White people, I believe with every fiber of my being, was called by the Most High to oppress the earth for a season. The season is coming to an end. But I do believe that he called them. I, and if I don't believe why God is behind him, or the Most High is behind him, or Yah is behind him, or Yahweh is behind him, if I don't believe that, I give them too much power. And that is the initiation of believing in white supremacy. If I think they're superiorly evil, more wicked, that's still more powerful than me. If I think they're more wicked, more evil, more nobody can deal with these people, that gives them more power. Now, I do think, hear me out, doesn't sound like you now, I do believe that white people, have done more to destroy our planet than any other people. But I believe it's the judgment of God that is using them, have, that have used them in the past. Now, truth of the matter be told, according to my beliefs, I think it's about to end, and the Father is going to step back, and he won't be the force behind a lot of their, their stuff. But, folks, listen to this. Ricky, please listen. If the father want to break down the planet, how else is he going to do it? Who else 
many years going to powerful, wicked nation. So I believe the philosophy of white supremacy, I believe the Father gave these people over to Satan. Satan gave them all kind of crafty wickedness. And I do think the powers that be, not the little white guy across the street from you, but the powers that be, I do think they're more wicked than other men. But it's because something behind them, there's a purpose. I do believe that. Otherwise, if I don't, I've got to sign off that they are just more wicked, and that means they're more powerful than me. I go to church with whites, not now, but I worship with whites, whites in my family. I work beside them, and I will not give them that kind of power. There's something behind them, and I think it's Satan, and I think God has allowed Satan to use his people to beat down the nation because the nations turn their back on him, starting with Israel. Please, I love your comments on that. Okay, so I'm going to have to agree with most of what you just said. The, the reason, uh, and the Bible, the Bible quotes it, uh, the, re- the reason that we as a people face the injustices and, you know, the, the, the problems that we face is because we did not follow God. And so with that being said, you know, we were to be punished. We were to be punished for, you know, what we did not do. However, you know, However, according to the Christian Bible, Jesus was sent to this earth so that we would be forgiven for everything that we have done. As long as we believe that he is the, the, the son of God and our savior. However, at some point, we as a people need to fight back. And and I can't for not a second, not a millisecond, think that, you know, we should just sit back and and wait for another savior or wait, you know, for somebody to help us. Okay, let's address that. And again, and again, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, please. I love to kind of jump in because you're building something. And when I get callers in their building, I look up and I made five points, and I can't remember the first one. So as you say different things, I just want to kind of add a little something, something and you can finish it, okay? But really quick, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be quicker than I was before. When you say we should fight back, I, the Father called these people. And, I'm, and, folks, I'm telling you, those of you listening to the show, you're saying, what does he mean, the Father called him? that? This sounds like an Uncle Tom kind of nigga. You know, okay, if you're thinking like that, listen to the show last week. Again, Google Five Tools Don't Blog Talk Radio and last Tuesday's date, and you'll be able to, to listen to that. And it looked like Ricky, for some reason, dropped. Okay. Oh, I was enjoying that. Uh, no, he didn't. Hold on a second. He's called back here. There we go. Let's get him back. Okay, Ricky, you're back. I see your line drop for some reason. I don't know what that was all Thank about. Thank it's okay, but listen, really quickly, when you say we should fight back, I think he is absolutely positively right. You should always fight back the enemy, but who is the enemy? If we as a people, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people, that's us, that ain't everybody else, that's Israel, 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 African Americans and other scattered people throughout the, the world that's going through exactly what we're going through, are our brothers and sisters, one of those lost tribes, if us, we... Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people which are called by my name, that's us, 
will humble themselves. There you go. Seek my face. Pray. Turn from their wicked ways. One more time. Humble yourself. Pray. Turn from your wicked ways. Seek my face. Then the Bible says that we will rule over all the nations of the earth in a way that's going to look just as unfair as it is us going through what we're going through. That's that's the sign of a true Israelite. They're either going to be at the top or at the very bottom. Our weapon is turning to the most high. Do I think we should be out there protesting and all this other stuff? Of course. Of course. But we should know this. We should ask for mercy. Father, have mercy upon us as you judge our people. Because look at our people. They're not turning to the most high. There's two ways we're going to be salvaged. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If the nation turned to him, but the father also said, when the heathen begin to boast, the heathen begin to boast and say, "Aha, look okay, at us." I need, I need to stop you. I need to stop you. I need to stop you. And, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut in. I know this Good. is a show, but I, I, I need to say something. So you got to look at how here in the United States of America. I can't speak. I can't speak for you know the the entire world. I grew up here. This is all I know. We, I'm not even going to start with we. They had a head start, nearly a 500-year head start. And so with that being said, we had to live through slavery. And then we had to live through Jim Crow. And then we had to live through new Jim Crow. And then, you know what I'm saying, we had a, a very small, very small window of opportunity. And then anytime we built anything, they tore it down. Uh, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, Philadelphia, you know, anything that we try to build gets torn down. It, I mean, we had a black president, which was a farce, you know, as far as I'm concerned. We had a semi-black president, and I'm not taking anything away from Barack. But what I'm saying is, is they were like, okay, let's give this a shot. The powers that be probably put him in place. And they were like, look, that failed even though it really didn't because they expected – black people expected him to be the president of just black people, and white people, you know, I, I don't know what they expected. But, you know, as far as everybody's concerned, I mean the reason we have Trump in office right now is because nobody believed in, 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 in the, the voting process anymore. With all that being said, we literally started, you know what I'm saying, 100 yards behind the starting line. And so, you know, it, it, it sounds great, you know what I'm saying, to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and, you know, we can sit here and quote the Bible all day long, but, I mean, real talk, you know, it, it, it doesn't seem like it was ever meant for us to succeed. I mean, at one point, at one point in, 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 you know, in the world, we ruled pretty much every nation that exists now. Brown people were... Here on um, here in America, South America, Canada, Australia, you know Egypt, Africa, you know I mean that's why Africa, but you know what I'm saying we we ruled every single nation in the world, and now we're simply you know we're the underdog, and we'll continue to be. I mean you say it may be you know soon to be over, but it doesn't look like that. Okay. Well, I want you to get that out, and I appreciate what you're saying, and I agree with pretty much everything you said. I think you should be careful with using the word we. We rule. 
There is no such thing as we as far as blacks. There were all kind of nations that had dark skin that was not related to us. We, the human race, have white skin. It's not white people over here and us over there. No, there is a people that is formed off of an ailment. Let's just pretend, everybody, that all the short people, four feet I'm talking about, so-called midgets, I don't like that word, but let's just say they all got together and say, let's only mix among midgets, and they end up having masses of people, millions, midgets, because they only mix among midgets. And they come back and start talking about, we superior. You're supposed to be short, not tall. Y'all are cursed. And they get the whole world to buy into that. And everybody say, well, you know, you're too tall. Or you should be short. And those, it's just a lie. It's a lie. They go in, or either ball head race. Everybody that's balling, go big so little bit balling to where everybody that's balling, they say it's superior. And then they start putting out commercials and they start talking about, if you ball, you screen, they say all these uh, little fake articles talking about how if you're balling, you, 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 sex is better, women prefer balls. They show movies where only bald head people are there, bald head, bald. Okay, you look up and you got a world ran by bald head people. That's where we're at. There was never a nation based upon white skin. There was never a nation based upon bald heads. There was never a nation based upon being too short. This is a lie. These people have they migrated to North, and the father's behind this. And I don't want people to get upset with the father. He just called these people into being to chastise us. Again, Israel, the scripture says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. So I do not give white people the credit of being a people of Genesis 10. They are Africans that went up there, their soul is like ours, spirits are like ours. They don't have pigmentation. If you if you don't be careful, Ricky, and those of you listening tonight with this concept of we and they, watch what happens if you're not careful. Indians are like, they have, whites have features like them. I would say Indian have their features, but India is older than Europe. Little Lips is not European. Thin Lips is not European. And I'm coming back to you, Ricky. I just got to say this real quick. Thin Lips is not European. Hair blowing in the wind is not European. There's no such thing as European features. All of these features are initially from Africa. And then on to India. Thousands of civilizations before Europe even thought about it. They come along and they happen to have some of these features. We have got started saying out of our side of our mouth that they are people because of these features. These features are owned by everybody in Africa. Not everybody, but a lot of people, East Africa, Ethiopians, a lot of them have noses before Europe even was a nation. Had those noses. So who are these people? They, it's like the Father has called because of all these people that migrated, was mistreated by us uh, from Africa into the north, Caucasus Mountains. They begin to mix, become a mighty people. And now the Father have used them to break down Israel first and now the planet. Now they're at the height of their game. But I do submit to you and everyone that their rule is over. 400 years next year, 2019 will, will be 40 years, and we're going to see a change in how this whole landscape looks. It's already happening because of their 
a pro, uh, uh, a proclivity for homosexuality, they are in trouble genetically. They're going to be wiped out genetically. So all I'm saying is this. we got to be careful with the we and the they. There's no such thing as a white people. There are, there are people that happen to have white skin. Now, let's just bring what you're saying because you're not smoking on nothing. You are right about the history of how they're ruling over us. But you got to understand who's behind them. They're not that smart. They're really not if, if, without the father, without the father's judgment behind them. They're not that powerful. I know about Napoleon and Hitler and all these people, but there was something, this Satan. That's what I, what I don't hear, Ricky. We don't say the word Satan enough in, in this society, evil spirits enough in this society. We well, don't I, say I, that, hold on for just a second. Go ahead. Just a second. So I, I said it earlier. I said, well, I said the thieves. The thief comes you know what I'm saying? Not, but to kill, steal, and destroy. That is Satan. You did. That is Satan. And, and and so, with that being said, you know, I didn't clarify, but that that is Satan. And with that being said, you know, white people escaped Europe, uh, England from primarily, to come to America so that they could escape being persecuted and oppressed. Only so they persecute and oppress. They continued what they lived through, you know what I'm saying, and brought it here to do the same. They stole, you know, land and and traditions and, and everything in history and you name it. They stole everything from brown people here in America. And now you see videos all on social media about, you know, how they, they want, you know, brown people to leave this country and go back to where they came from and speak, you know, uh, speak English and and, and things of that nature, and it, it, it's ironic. I, I don't even know how, how to put it. It's ironic. You know, they, they worship the white Jesus that never existed. Jesus was a Jewish man from modern-day Palestine. It was never he, – he never came to this earth, you know what I'm saying, to create a new religion. He, he came to this earth to save us, and, you know, it's been so bastardized. White people, you know what I'm saying, white people that voted for Trump claim to be Christian, claim to be followers of Jesus, but follow nothing of his teaching, nothing whatsoever. I mean, it, it's sickening. It's sickening. It's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? And, and they have gained so much power. There's more brown people on this earth than there's white people. That's a 100% fact. So how is it that we can't band together? We hate each other. We hate each other. Black people in Africa don't like black people from America. Indians don't like black Americans. Mexicans don't like black Americans. Everybody in South America don't like black Americans. White, you say white people aren't that smart. They've been able to create such a stigma about black people that there, there, there's almost no, there's almost no digging ourselves out of the hole. And so I hear everything you're saying, and you're, you're saying that, you know, we're, we're on our way to, you know, it, it, it's right around the corner. It's about to happen. We're about to, you know, regain our position, but we are not. We're not because none of us believe that we can. Okay. Let me say this. A couple of things. 
Number one, we're a little off topic, but I, 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 what you're saying is how a lot of us feel. That's why I'm allowing you to go on and on. I'm extending this call. Callers normally hang on about five minutes, but I, I love what you're saying because you are the the heartbeat of where a lot of our people are at. This is what I want to say to you. You're reading the wrong things. You're looking at the wrong forecast. Your, your intel, like Obama used to get every every morning, the presidents of the United States always get intel of what's really going on, and they're supposed to govern the whole day based on that. Your intel is wrong. The people is not as powerful as they look. I promise you they're not. We are going through a lot of pain. But it's because of who we are. What do you do to a disobedient Israelite? An Israelite whose nation was number one. Forget all that Greco-Roman lies and wrong, this wrong. No, Israelites was no joke. The Most High walked with these people personally. There was nothing remotely close to these people. The Father said the only thing is you continue to have it like this. But if you turn from me, because I was so intimate with you, Amos 3 and 2, book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 2, you will suffer more than any other people. Leviticus 26 talks about this nation having it seven times harder than any other nation if they did not continue to keep those laws and statutes. How are you going to break down these people? It's going to have to be something that's almost as powerful as the Most High. Only the Most High can break them down. Only the Most High could have brought down Israel. They was just that powerful. Their diet, their economics, they wasn't poor. They had their own land. They had, I'm telling you, they were the most beautiful people. How are you going to break them down, Ricky? And callers, and, and those of you listening to archives, how can you break down a nation that powerful? You're going to have to, the father going to have to manufacture something on his own, and that is exactly what he did. Now look at us, fast forward to 2018. Are we a righteous people? Do we keep the feast days? Are we, are we into, what, are we doing what we're supposed to do as Israelites today? No. But we want to be like all the other nations. And I don't blame us because we're, just, we're tired of pain. I don't blame what you're saying, Ricky. I'm with you. Hear me out. Hear your brother out tonight. You profoundly spoke the heart of our people. I feel you. You're right. It's been going on too long. But you've got to understand the scriptures and what it say what happened to Israel. We are right on point. Nothing, the Father is not forgot about us. And remember, all these white people, they, 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 there's a whole lot of white people, you rub elbows with every day, you know it's the truth, that do not agree with the white power structure. They do not agree with our oppression. Every single time we have gotten us lashed by a white person, every single time we was hung, every single time we was boycotted or mistreated in the business world, every one of those curses we went through in Deuteronomy 28, every one of those curses we went through in Leviticus 26, there was always whites, so-called whites, crying out saying that's wrong. The Underground Railroad could not have been possible without whites. And I'm not trying to give the white man a, a pass. He was just simply used by the Most High. If I'm going to have beef with our people, I am going to have beef with the Most High. Actually, 
I am going to be taking a step further. I'm going to have beef with our people. I only have two things. Two, I know why we're in this situation. There's two reasons. Our forefathers not passing down the tradition of being obedient. The father described all this mess we're going through right now before it even happened. So I'm upset with our people, and if I was crazy, I'd be upset with the most high for carrying it out. But he already said he would do it. These white people just simply was used by the most high. Yes, I don't like looking at them. Yes, I feel uncomfortable all the time in their presence. Some of you think I hate white people, but I don't, because they are the belt. They are the belt, and even though I don't rub elbows with powerful people that run the CIA and, and the White House and all that, these whites I do run into, they benefit from those whites in power and, and on high. And that's why I tell them, like I'm talking to you, you've got to say no to, to, to fringe benefits of white privilege. If you don't rebuke people and turn down some of this mess, y'all are going to get judgment. When it comes, when the most I come for these elite whites that run our planet, y'all are going to get it too because you're benefiting from your whiteness. As well as black folks that benefit in some ways by turning on their own. So I feel you. But listen, Ricky, I want your comment on this. Here's a question to you. Voting, we've had the brightest minds. Don't reinvent the wheel, everybody. We have the brightest minds to, to, to have voting drive. It didn't change it. We have the brightest economical minds there is. Don't reinvent the wheel, but some bad boys went before us, and they created the Black Wall Streets. What happened? I, we I have voted that. our way out, boycotted our way out, any kind of way you can think of. We have tried all these ways. Now, listen, we ain't stupid. We can make these same white people super rich, put them for the front of the Fortune 500, Fortune 400. We're intelligent. We know that. They know it. But did you know that there was a scripture that said, Israel, you will not be able to rise. I'm not going to let it happen. Some people don't know that. It actually is a scripture that says there is a nation that the Father will not allow to rise. He's going to hold them down. I know people don't believe me. Read Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26. He ain't just doing it because he's an evil God or nothing like that. Far from the Most High. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Go ahead. I can tell you why we haven't haven't risen. I can tell you why that we haven't uh, achieved what we're capable of. At some point, my, my father told me that if you were willing or if you want to create a change in your society, you have to be willing to die for it. And our people, by people, are no longer willing to die for it. And, and I can make every excuse in the world. I can tell you about how Reagan. Uh, the Reagan administration tunneled crack cocaine into the inner cities. I can tell you how, you know, the Clinton administration, um, you know, called the super predators and, you know, and created mandatory minimums to put us in jail. I can tell you how, you know, the 13th Amendment really didn't end slavery. It just said that, you know, you are free as long as you're not a, a, a vagrant, as long as you're not a criminal. But if you're any of those things, then you can be 
put right back into slavery. I mean, there there's so many reasons why here in America we can't overcome what has been bestowed upon us. I mean, I can make every excuse in the world. This, our school systems aren't built for us to succeed. You know, our our judicial system isn't built for us to succeed. Hold on a second. And again, you're only an extended caller. Normally, callers talk to someone. So listen, I just got to interject here because the the title of the show is talking about black on black racism. Now we made the white people back the enemy, and that's what's holding us down. I can go on that too. I can go on that too. But hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Ricky, hold on a second. I don't mind you commenting, but everything you're saying, we all know that. What people don't know is black can be racist toward each other. They just say we can be bad, that we can be we can be mean. They don't really know it's racist. They think the racist is white people, so they're about to get an education. That's something they don't know. They don't know what I was just sharing about those scriptures. They don't know that God said, I will not allow Israel to rise as a nation until they turn to me, they don't know that. What you're doing, Ricky... You are like a scientist. You are doing what Malcolm and a lot of people did before us. They're putting the problem out there, and they're making it, they're very intelligent. They're showing showing exactly what whites are doing. It's a long, 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 long list of where you're going. That's why I want to bring this to an end as far as that. I don't mind you sharing, but listen. The direction I want to go in, you can comment if you like, or you can go back on hold and come back later. Again, folks, any of you need to comment, please, please, please press one on the phone lines at this time, because I'm about to play a clip by Jay-Z where he is really saying something cool. Matter of fact, Rick, I'd like to know what you have to say about this Jay-Z clip before you run it. And keep that noise out if you could in the background, please, please, please. Folks, listen, y'all got to hear what Jay-Z says. He thinks that hip-hop has brought people more together. He thinks some kind of way it's... He don't understand what I'm talking about even right now as well. That white supremacy, it don't matter if we can come together with whites, we all get together, get together, get together. If until we know who we are and why they are ruling over us, listen, I'm going to say this to you, Rick, and I want you to comment on this clip. Folks, I don't care how much we mix with white people. We can marry them. I have talked with couples. They are married, and they're white supremacists, both of them. I have talked to two black people, black, 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 in their white supremacists. I've talked to people that were single, black, in their white supremacists. Whites, I don't think you understand what I mean by white supremacy. There is no such thing, really, as blacks in America. We're white people. In our mind. Or let's not call it white people, let's just call it Americans. Americans. We only know the way of our oppressor. What's a good education, black man? Well, if you go to Harvard, yeah, that's the top. That's the answer of a white man. What's beauty, black man? Tell the truth, don't lie. Your wife ain't looking, tell the truth. We're going to name European features in most cases. Some of us changing. What's a good neighborhood, black man? We're going to name white neighborhoods. Neighborhood don't care how you, it's just a neighborhood. 
Cisco Shanghouse is worth uh, fifty thousand dollars. Somebody else worth four hundred. That don't mean the neighborhood is better. You can make that fifty thousand dollars be heaven. You can know your neighbors. Y'all get along. Can have all types of volleyball. We did it when we was coming up. We are white people. They are us. And I can't, I'm not putting down white people. I'm saying they was taught a certain way. We was taught by the same English teacher. They were sitting right beside us, borrowing our pencils and pens. We went to college, same thing. We went to Ph.D. school, same thing. We know nothing of the world. We only know about white culture, white supremacy. We know about European, great European philosophy, Greco Roman, this in America. You know, that's all we know. We're Ph.D. with this sickness. But that's, that's so people that's wonder, hold on a second, Ricky. Hold on, hold on. People wonder, how did Trump win? I keep telling folks, do y'all understand what this is? There are black people that have put Trump in office. I, I, listen, me. even if Hillary would have won, we still think like white supremacists. Nobody want to talk about this. Everybody wants to say white man, white man, white man. Are you looking at this picture? How do you think white people rule? White supremacy is a coin. On one side, it say whites is superior. That would not fly. There would not be no empire unless you flip the coin over and read what it says. Ricky, on the back of the coin of white supremacy, it says black inferiority. You cannot rule unless somebody feels you superior. I'm superior. Well, I guess you are. That's the way that works. If it was, I'm superior, no, you're not. Civilization start with me. No, it didn't. If you kept, every time they gave us some lie, we had truth, we had truth, they couldn't rule over us. We would be in wars, we'd be fighting, we'd be dying, we'd be killing them, they'd be killing them, just like in Zimbabwe. Mugabe, I'm going to give you 48 hours to get up out of here. We're going to start killing y'all. Every one of those African countries said, get up out of here. They were not Hebrews. They were not Hebrews. The Bible said Hebrews, when they're in captivity, is not a people of war. You just said we're scared. That's kind of part of it. We're not a people of war. Normally and naturally, if something is oppressing you, you kill it. There's a reason yeah. we don't. I'm not advocating killing. What I'm trying to say is I'm advocating standing up, and we can stand up because we are white supremacists. That's all we know. We just do a little stuff like, yo, black power. You know, I'm looking at the black TV show. You know, we got black. So we got more mercy for our people. We're more sympathetic to blacks. But really in our psyche, in our psyche, psyche, I will go to court and argue we are white people. Comment, please, on that. Um, I, I really, I really can't even argue. I, I, I can't argue with anything that you just just said. My, my standpoint is that slavery and a slave mentality developed that men, that mentality here in America, like. The light-skinned people, you know, are treated slightly better, you know what I'm saying, as slaves. And, you know, dark-skinned people work the fields. And, and as a biracial, you know, person, I was never black enough for black people, and I was never bright enough for white people. White people, you know what I'm saying, make jokes about the fact that I'm nearly white, and black people make the same jokes. And... 
and that culture has, you know, ruminated through the entire, you know, black society of America, when I when I speak out and I say the things that I say, people are like, you're not even black enough, you know what I'm saying, to feel the way that you feel. And my... Well, again, again, listen, listen. I know it might seem like it will be a little rude, but listen. Again, we're going away from the topic of the show. I want to focus on the self-hate, and I know what you're saying is still relevant, but I, what I don't want is we know about our people mistreating our people on those lines. But I want us to put some things out there tonight that I guarantee you, Ricky, you're going to say, I ain't never heard that one. I never heard that one. Wow, Brother Seth, I never heard that one. I, I got something for the people. And I don't mind you hanging out with me tonight. Not a problem because nobody's pressing one of the phone lines. It's just the Eliana Mike. Cause uh, she's out, she had to, she couldn't make it tonight, and so I kind of was lacking some, another person. So if you want to, that's fine, not a problem. We do have a phone line full of people. Somebody else may come on. I'll let them uh, comment. It's you know lengthy as well if that's what happened. Again, I'm kind of free flowing tonight. We have no certain agenda. We just winging this thing, folks. But I promise y'all, I do got some serious things coming your way. So this is what I want to do. I want to go ahead and play uh, Jay Z real quick, and I want y'all to hear just how sick he's not really. He means no harm. Jay-Z is a businessman. He's successful in certain things he do. Uh, uh, um, just know that. I'm not a fan of, of all of the, 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 the messages hip-hop put out there, but there's a lot of great things hip-hop have done, a few things here and there. Uh, but I'm not going to cr- give it credit, the kind of credit Jay-Z is about to do. So I want to play this little quick clip, brick, and we'll come back to you. Is that okay? Okay, I'm good with that. All right. Well, we're going to come back. And that's Gainesville, Florida, right? Gainesville, Virginia. Gainesville, Virginia. Okay, okay, all right. Well, Ricky, all the way in Gainesville, Virginia. I'm glad he's hanging out and sharing tonight. You can do the same thing by pressing one. Uh, folks, y'all got to hear Jay-Z. And, um, again, I hope Ricky understand what I was saying, but I just want to I want to talk about self-hate. I want to talk about black people in a way y'all have never heard it, which is the truth. Uh, some of you have heard everything I've said tonight. I'm not that bright to some of you. Some of you don't know. You never heard these things. I promise you, if we was educated in America, and that's all we know, what make us think we're black? Really? What make us think we're black? Where, where, where do we get off thinking we're black skin? Our skin is black. But when we go over to Africa, we have trouble with the way they look at themselves, when they look at their continent. They're different. They have a nation, a land, a song. In the back of their mind, they can always they can always think this thought. I'll just go home if it gets too hard. They send money back home. There's another place in their mind. We don't have a place. African American is almost like an invention by white people. I love something Farrakhan said. You just said, a lot of y'all don't like Farrakhan. But I like something he said. God created man. White people created niggas. What are we? We are stateless. We don't know who we are. We don't have our right names. We look one way. We got the name of somebody from another region of the world. We don't know our history. Whatever we know, they taught us and we believe it. We're changing, some of us. 
We're an invention. Africans don't like us. And I don't blame them, some of them. Some of them, not all of them. I don't buy that messy because a lot of Africans do like us. But I'm saying they don't like our mindset. They don't like the way we think. They talk with full lips with pride. It's changing with us, but I'm talking about the bulk of us where we still at. We are afraid. We're ashamed of big lips. We make squeaky See how I just said it? I said big lips. That's me. Oh, come on. We can't get no more conscious, Brother Seth. It's not big lips. Compared to what standard? <laughs> Folks, I submit to you tonight on this show, on this network, Five Smooth Stones. We got, we got some, boy, I got some bombs to drop on y'all tonight. I submit to you, African Americans, is fulfilling what the Father said he would do to them as Israelites. He will cause, since you're not, the Father basically says, since y'all are not happy with who you are, and you're not taking pride, and you're not passing this down to your generations, I'm going to cause the remembrance of you to cease, the scripture says, of all nations. So you're going to be somewhere serving people, not knowing who you are. It's just serving. It's not just African Americans. It's those in the West Africa, Ashanti Nation. They didn't want nothing Israelites scattered down there. They all set up there, call themselves Ashanti. They, they Israelites. South Africa, Limba people, Israelites, brought their slaves. They're in India. They're in all four corners of the earth. People living out what we're living out and have taken on the mindset of those that rule over them. And some of the people that rule over them, Ricky, and all the listeners, are dark-skinned people. They're not white. People that's ruling over some of these Israelites is dark-skinned people with that same mindset of those from the north. Oh, my goodness. My, my goodness. This is not as simple as just the white man is the problem. Check out Jay-Z. Check out Jay-Z here. We'll be right back. I have a very interesting take on the cultural impact of hip-hop. And it's a strong one, you know, so I just want to prepare people for that at home. Um, I think that hip-hop has done more for racial relations than most cultural icons. And, and, and I say save Martin Luther King because his dream speech we realized when President Obama got elected. But the impact of the music, you know, this music didn't only influence kids from urban areas, it influenced people all around the world people listened to this music all around the world and took to this music and racism is taught in the home I truly believe that racism is taught when you're young so it's very difficult to teach racism when your kid looks up the Snoop Doggy Dog and if you look at clubs and how integrated they had become before people partied in separate clubs there were hip hop clubs and there were techno clubs and now people party together and, and once you have people partying and dancing and singing along to the same music, then conversations naturally happen after that, right? And then within conversations that we we all realize that we're more alike than we're separate.
folks, that is as far as from the truth that you can get. My goodness. How you figure because your kids listen to Snoop Dogg, they ain't racist. Racists have always listened to brilliant entertainers, sometimes in the company of so-called black people. When the slaves would be entertained, they would be together with the whites. Just because whites are laughing with you and join your incredible talent together, laughing with each other, touching each other, falling on the floor laughing. That don't mean that the mindset is not still screwed up. Just because hip-hop bring everybody together. This is, I look at the interracial churches the same way. Just because we worshiping with whites, that don't mean they'll love you. These people don't understand. There are white people, not tell you what hip-hop will do, it will cause them to not be like they were in the 20s, where they just see you and just want to lynch you. So they may not kill you because they love you. It may cause them to love you more, but the philosophy of white supremacy that's going to eventually cause you tears is still in the heads of those whites. Oh, we know about that. Yeah, we know about that. But it's in the heads of those blacks. Check this out. You can take those white people and move them completely out of the state. Blacks will oppress each other because they don't know who they are and they'll continue to compare each other to the whites, so-called whites, and that'll set in a self-hate because they don't know who self is. If they don't know who self is, they will not like self. They will hate self. They will disrespect self. They make goofy comments like, "Look at you trying to be like white people." You know, our elders cannot look at our young people just the way they look at young whites. That's where we are at in 2018. People cannot see. It's the philosophy in white people. White people like a cup, pot. They're a vessel. Filled with something. You feel those same white people with the correct information of who we are, they'll fight harder than we fight. What about the whites that have died to try to set us free, to trying to get us freedom? I mean, there are white people working overtime against white supremacy. They understand this better than I do. Oh, Jay Z, come on. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. I've got a nice little friend of mine, uh, Mr. Ricky from Gainesville, Virginia, that's been hanging out. Ricky, uh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, now we got two hands that went up, so I got to go ahead and go to the phone line. But really quickly, in like 20 seconds, and then we come to the area code 703-371 and 817-350. Quickly, what do you think of what JC just said? I agree with him. I do, 100%. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right, well, let's go to the phone line and see if you can get an amen. Eric Coast, 703-371, go ahead with your question or comment. I would like for you to give us your name and what city you're calling from, if that is possible, please. Hi, I'm Sarah from Gainesville, Virginia. Gainesville, um, Virginia, y'all, y'all tag teaming? That's okay. <laughs> I'm Richard <laughs> That is totally okay. I would love to know your take uh, because I know you being his wife. Wives don't always agree. They don't mean so. Okay, what's on your mind? 
So I hear you about um, what you're saying about, um, you know, how uh, nothing happens without God's approval and how um, everything that, you know, that's happened to the Jews and that's happened to the blacks historically, you know, it's, you know, it's everything that's been foretold. And I've said that for years, that, you know, everything that happened was, you know, said that it was going to happen and that is going to come to an end at some point. Um, you know, I don't know any better, any, like anybody else when that comes to an end. And I think, um, for the better part of maybe 500 years or so, we've just been, um, forced to. It hasn't been 500 years. It's been almost 400 years. Okay. For almost 400 years, we've just been sort of forced to to be um at odds with each other. We've just we've just decided to 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 take sides um for self preservation. Um and then we've just kind of brainwashed ourselves and kind of gone off gone uh, against each other. We don't support our we don't support black businesses. Um well, let, let, let me let me do this, Sarah. Just if I don't mind, I know I'm cutting you off, and it's, I really don't like them, but I just don't want to show. We already know about what your husband was saying. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing an excellent job on what we already know. We already know the ills. We're trying to figure out why and the solution. So I know what you're probably getting ready to say, and if you don't like, I, I want you to continue the comments. I'm going to ask you a question. Since I cut mm-hmm. you off, I feel like it's no more than fair that I come back to you with a question. You're going to yeah. talk about how we don't support each other and all. We know that. But I submit to the family tonight that in the hip-hop industry, and of course we have to just stay on hip-hop, mm-hmm. we, we need to understand that if we don't know who we are, we can't help all these things you and your husband are saying. It's brilliantly true. It's what we're supposed to do when we don't know who we are. You can't require someone in the third grade to act like a senior. If you don't know who you are, you can't go toe-to-toe with white people that know who they are, think they know who they are anyway, going toe-to-toe with all these inventions and all these accomplishments that whites are doing right before our eyes. Now, we know they're lying. Uh, uh, those that probably yeah. be, we know this. It's not all true. That's African inventions and African this and African that and all kind of stuff they hide. But you cannot compete with them. You cannot tell your kids anything that's gonna amount or equal to what they are doing without knowing the truth, the true news and the true history of us. So we all of these things y'all are naming. I don't mind y'all being on the show or nothing, but. You're naming things we already know, which we're supposed to be doing for people that don't know self. You understand what I'm trying to say? I I do. And for what little we think we know, we need to be educating each other. I mean, we we pass, you know, in February, we pass around a little bit of information to each other. And that's about as far as it goes. Right. I guess what I'm saying, you're absolutely right. I guess what I'm saying is this, Sarah and Ricky, beautiful couple tonight. Thank y'all for calling Five Smooth Stone. I can hear the baby in the background. Just a wonderful family, okay? (laughs) 
Yes, yes, yes. All day long, we welcome y'all. We I just want to, I just want to submit to you and those listening to the archives something very strong. Number one, white people, if you do not accredit their power, their rise as God or Satan, right? If you do not Give God or Satan the reason. You have to give it to a man. If you make those people that powerful, you're spreading the philosophy of white supremacy. You might not like them. I've had blacks tell me, I don't like those crackers. That don't mean you're not a white supremacist. Well, I only date sisters. That don't mean you're not a white supremacist. Well, I want to make sure that we support our own and the dollars in the black community. Brother, how do you think of yourself? How do you think of these people you're trying to get to? It's people working in our community that are white supremacists. They don't want to be. Listen, let me just finish real quick, and I'm going to go to the phone lines. Eric, 817 we're coming at you. And y'all couple can kind of hang out with us if you a little bit until y'all have to go. Really quick, let me say this. Folks, I kid you not, I was a minister, very well knowledgeable of the scriptures. I knew who I was in Christ, so much so. I believed in God. I believed in his power. The Father used me to heal many people. If I didn't say the word many, I would be lying. People know me. I was used. I'm not as used now as I used to be. Shamelessly, I'll say that. But every once in a while, I do see, still see those miracles. I've cast out evil spirits. I've called out evil spirits in people. Miracles that would make your head spin. So all kind of folks listening to right now, they know it's the truth. The Father showed me, Ricky, Sarah, that I was a white supremacist. Mm. You can be a white supremacist and be a minister, be all of that, be have a church. You can be a white supremacist leading black organizations. White supremacist means you think white people are more powerful than they really are. No, you I might as well throw your hand in the air and haul a white power. The white supremacists that we know, that we traditionally call white supremacists, this is what they say. Niggas are beneath us. You know, the land was, we call, we brought civilization to the world. And that's how they talk. They think they're better than what they really are. We think it too. Right. We just don't say it like that. Go ahead, Sarah. No, I agree. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I and I agree with it that, you know, that, you know, just as much as they take the power, that we give them the power. Absolutely. So let's just discuss the phone lines. We've got another phone hand up, and then y'all can just kind of hang out, and you can comment more later. Uh, Eric Code 817, and we got a three, four, three lines open now, so I'm asking everybody to keep the noise down in the background, please, because we definitely, definitely want to hear you. And when we play this in the archives, we're going to hear every single noise in the background, so let's do that. Eric Code 817 go ahead with your question or comment. I would love to know the city and your name, please. Um, calling from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, uh, hold on a second, bro, hold on, brother. Hold on, hold on a second before I hate cutting you off, but everybody know what happened at ten o'clock on this show, folks. If you if you clicked on a link and you listen to this show, you clicked on a link. You listen to this show because of a link you clicked on. You've got to call the phone number. We only contracted to ten. This show is gonna hang up for you. If you are not on the phone lines, you won't continue to listen to the show at this point. So you got to call the phone number. Those of you on the phone line, don't move because you won't be able to call back. Okay, again, the phone number is 914-205-5592. 
914-205-5590. Quickly, you got about 30 seconds. 914-205-5590. Go ahead, uh, brother. Again, your name and city. Um, Apostle Malachi, Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I just want to make a comment on the uh, statement that Jay-Z made, and I'm really surprised that he made that statement because if he knew the history of other forms of uh, black music that came before hip-hop, he would know that uh, jazz and blues was not just popular with black people, but it was hugely and very popular with white folks as well. Uh, Even down in the Delta, Mississippi blues uh, area, and even back then, like in Chicago, uh, there were a lot of interracial clubs uh, uh, that uh, where music was bringing, or blues and jazz was bringing uh, whites and blacks together. And there was a lot of interracial clubs. There was even some uh, interracial uh, bands and performances going on back then. So if he knew the history of other black music genres that came before hip-hop, he wouldn't have made that statement that he made because black, I mean, white people have always had a liking of our culture. You understand? Uh, Yes. And they have, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Elvis Presley used to go and study from the black musicians, uh, and he even admitted this, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and even had some of them to write some of his songs and to play background to his music. Uh, so uh, I'm just really surprised Jay-Z made that statement because he just don't know the history of the of, of, uh As a matter of fact, jazz right now is more popular with white folks, especially at the jazz festivals. Uh, today, because if you study the history of it, you know, it was mainly blacks. And uh, later on, white people came. It brought white and blacks together. But um, so I'm just really surprised he made that statement, you know. Well, it's part of the deception. Can, can, can I say something real quick? Can I say something Go real ahead, quick? please. I have to. All right. So listen, um, white people are the geniuses and the creators of cultural appropriation. They take everything we do from our cooking, from our rituals, from our music, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and they, they latch onto it and they, and they attempt to make it theirs from our hairstyles to the way we dress. Like I, 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 you know, I'm not by, by no stretch of the imagination. Am I telling you what you're saying is wrong? But what I'm saying is that they've learned to take everything great that we've ever done from our innovations and our creations and make it theirs. And so, you know, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I do, you know, and and I'm not against you on that. I'm just saying that they've taken everything we've ever done. We created the golf tee, but they didn't want to play golf. We created the toaster oven, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, 
that's their thing. And we created, you know, the filament for the light bulb, but we give credit, you know, to, you know, to, to, to a white man. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because again, we are, if you notice, and if you really watch me careful, I'm only cutting you off when you go down the roads where we all know I want to present things that make us think, the things we think outside the box. We know them stealing from us, and we learned that in February. But I want to just say this. Brother, uh, the, the brother that just came on, Brother Apostle, Brother Malachi, this is everybody. If the Father is your God, Elohim, mm-hmm. and nobody can stand in your presence, the Bible said nations was terrified of Israel because they heard this God, the creator of heaven and earth, would fight for them. One time, a nation killed themselves. Israel put their praises out front. They put their praises out front with no weapons, going down to fight. That's crazy. And the nation they was going to fight thought that there was millions of people. Bob says thought that there was a lot of more people than what it was. And they start panicking, and they end up running to each other, and they end up killing each other. When Israel, by the time they got there, the enemy was dead, and they took the spoil. My point to you is this. Question to you is this, Sarah, Ricky, Pastor Malachi. If you're the number one nation and God is your leader, how do you defeat them when they walk in rebellion? Brother Malachi, I would like for you to go first. Then Sarah, second. Brother Ricky, third. If you don't have a comment, I understand. But how do you think you would break that nation down to where they're going to be? He said, I'm going to scatter you. How is he going to scatter them? He says, I'm going to cause a remembrance of you to cease. How is he going to do that? Who is he going to do it with? He says, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to cause remembrance of you to cease. How? Everybody remember them. They're terrified by them. How is he going to get to where the whole planet forgot about them and they don't forgot about themselves? I mean, how? How do you break down a people that's got prophets that can hear from the Father? How? How can you break down a people with a diet second to none? Their diet was second to none. How do you break down a nation whose heritage is the father? Brother Malachi, quickly, take no more than about two or three minutes, please. Well, uh, it's, 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 there's a scripture in the, in the book of Proverbs that says that righteousness exalts a nation. But sin brings that nation to run, and sin is the transgression of the law of the Most High, according to First John three and four. So uh, uh, Israel was brought down because of their iniquity, because of their sin, uh, forsaking the Most High and His laws and statutes. Okay, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Somebody, listen, y'all have some noise in the background. Y'all probably want to meet me until you're talking, because later on we pay this back when we when we. Play, play play this back, it's going to be even louder than it is right now. Trust me, okay? Just keep it down, please. Go ahead, brother. So, uh, uh, it was because of their iniquity, their sin, uh, that caused them to be brought down when they forsook the Most High and His laws and His statutes. Uh, the Most High, He uh, 
he chose to bring upon them a nation from the north, uh, like he called Assyria, the rod of his anger. So it's because of sin. Okay, that's a good answer. And I see you, Eric Coates. I'm, I apologize. I'm just now looking over at the phone lines, and I don't know how long they've been holding. But Eric Coates, 760-610, I see you, as well as the other Eric Coates, 760-619. Uh, we're coming after Ricky to you quickly, y'all. Let's do it in like two minutes. Sarah, please. How do you break down a nation that powerful? If the father don't use whites or he don't go and use a nation that never was before, there was never a nation like whites, Amer- like this. These people from the north, that was a that was a pieces and chunks of every, probably all those northern nations with albinos. They, that's I think it white. Cold climate does not make you blonde hair, blue eyed. It just make your dark skin go to brown. Olive, like the, you know, like most Chinese look. It don't make you white. White skin is new. And the only thing that can produce it, the only people that can produce us is pigmented people. So this business of old days up in the, the blacks went up there looking like we look right now in the, the white and cold weather. If that was the case, there would be those, there would be people like that all over the world. They're right there above Africa where they come from. How do you do to Israel what has been done to Israel if you don't use white people, Sister Sarah? Um, I think God has to uh, really break a nation down to build them up, which is what any what any organization does to its people to to build them back up. Uh, whatever mighty nation he wants to build, he has to bring them down to their knees. And he's scattered every nation that um, he calls his own right now. So everybody's scattered. And not everybody, not everybody. Israel. Israel. Only Israel. Yeah, Israel's Only. scattered. Um, yes. Israel's scattered right now. Uh, you, They're broken down. Right, but what I'm trying to say is if we have a problem with these white people, and I do have problems with my Ricky and you and all of us are in one accord on that. We do have trouble with the way they're treating us. I'm not trying to step back and defend white people. But what I'm saying, we got to understand why it happened to us. I protest. I've been in over 70 marches. I done went to all kind of lengths to stand up for my people. I done been fired over 21 jobs. I counted last. I done paid my dues. I got a serious so-called black card. But what I've come to realize is white people can't be our enemy. They're not that intelligent to create a system that's destructive. I start looking at them, and, and, and I keep hearing Ricky say, day, 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 and we say it too, I say it too. But really and truly, it's not never all white people. It's always no, it's those true. in power. When Pharaoh did what he did, it wasn't everybody in Egypt. It was just Pharaoh and his little cohorts. It wasn't all Egyptians that that they borrowed stuff from. Let's go to the um, uh, 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 Ricky. I want to come to you, but I don't want these people holding too long. So I tell you what, Ricky, go ahead and go. Make it about two minutes. Don't let them kind of go to Erica seven six zero six ten. Please, quickly. Um, how do you break them down if you're not using white people? As as my father-in-law. You know what I'm saying? My 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 wife's husband. I mean, my wife's father always told her, "Lessons continue until learned." 
And so until you realize, it's something my dad always told me, um, if you know who you're dealing with, you can deal with anybody. And so with that being said, like, we as a people, you know, decided that we were just going to accept whatever they gave to us. No, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. That's not what I asked you. Go ahead. That's not what I asked you. So listen. Okay. I tell you what, let's do this, because I want you to think about it. We'll come back to you. We'll ask that question. I'll give you the, the floor to ask that later. But possibly you can hang out with us. If you're not, uh, just 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 stay where you're at, and then we'll come back to you as well. But i got to go to phone lines and, and, and go to area code 6760610, and then we'll come back to you again asking the question, if God don't use these wicked white people, who do you use? Who do you? What, what what system do you have to construct how to break down these Israelites the way the Father said he would break them down if he don't use the people that's wicked, that's going to change our history, that's going to lie to us? How do you break Israelites down? That's that's the question I like to ask, but uh, let's go ahead. Eric Code 760-610. Uh, go ahead with your question or comment. I'd like to know the city you're calling from as well as your name. Uh, I'm calling from La Quinta, California. Uh, my name is Michael Wade. Hey, Michael and, Wade. <laughs> how you I doing, know that Seth? name. Yeah. The doctor is in the house. Go ahead. What, what, what is? And Michael, what city was that again? You're in. I'm trying to. Uh, La Quinta. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead, cousin. This is a one of those cousins from one of those 16 states uh, that I talk about my family being so supportive. But go ahead, doctor. What's on your mind? Uh, please. I'd love to hear this one. Well, what's on my mind is, um, you know, I, I think when, when gentleman was talking about the appropriation and how, you know, white supremacy takes what is best of, of ours, what we've created, and they take that and use that. And so that when he said that, he sounded very upset. And my thing is that, you know, I think he has to realize that or ask himself, why do I care if they appropriate it? Why, why is their space important to me? You know, I just want to quote one person. It's, it's, it's not biblical. It's actually Shakespeare. And he says, uh, this above all, to thine own self be true, and it would follow as a night and the day thou canst not be false to any man. So I think the problem for us is that we're ignorant. We're ignorant about ourselves. And uh, I think when we know ourselves, I, I think then that no one can stop us and no one can manipulate us and no one can steal from us. When you're worried about someone else's space and you, and you don't even uh, take the time to develop your own space, then, then you're lost, and that's the problem: is that we are lost. Okay. So I, I think All right. Uh, I'm going to give Ricky about a minute window to comment on what you said. Any comments on what he just said, Ricky? Make it quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm in agreement with him. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. And I don't tell people. We literally have, you know what I'm saying, adopted revisionist history. We've adopted everything they taught us, you know. In oh, hold on, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. You did something with your phone. You sound kind of far off. Do you have us on speaker? 
No, no, I don't have no sticker. Can you hear me better? Now? Okay, you talk up, please, because you sound kind of far. But go right here. I apologize. So, like I said, to, to thy own self be true. We've been, we've adopted revisionist history. We've adopted, you know, the fact that we are an inferior race. We are an inferior people uh, because American history has taught us, and 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 we we live by that by that statute. Okay. Well, Ricky, listen, I really appreciate you and your wife call. I'm going to move on to these other callers because I got them holding and I got Brother Possible. I've had you on for a while. Thank you for kind of hanging out with us, okay? If you want to come back on, uh, press 1 when I put you on hold just now. Press 1. And then if you want to come back on later and comment, it's not a problem. But right now i got to move on with some other callers, okay? Okay. And his wife got uh, hung up. She hung up, so I think she, you know what happened? You hang up out the. So maybe they can do a two way and be on, on the same line. I really appreciate that brother's contribution. All right, Michael Wade, Dr. Wade. All right, my question my question to you is well, let's do this. Let's, do this. let's go open up uh, the, another line here, and then I'll have you all. Uh, 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 y'all bear with me. I know I sound a little scattered, but Pastor, were you done with your comment? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for your contribution. Really appreciate that. And that was Apostle uh, Malachi, all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and open up area code 760619. If, uh, if you can just hang out with me, Michael, I really appreciate it. Can you hang out with me a little bit? Yeah. I can. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Area code 760. Hold on a second. We've got a little noise here. Y'all probably. Okay. You probably got me on speaker, or you something really close to someone else listening to the phone to the show. I don't know how that's gonna happen, but uh, I'm gonna put you on hold. Come back to you in a second. Area code seven six zero six one nine. You got a speaker on, or you got someone listening to the show. You, you got the show feedback, so somebody either listen to the show in the same vicinity you're in, or you got me on speaker. You can't do either one. Uh, Dr. Wade, I'll go back to your uh, cousin. All right. Did you understand what I meant by we are behaving in a way that's destructive, that's causing a lot of pain and tears and setbacks, but we are perfectly responding to what is in our head. It don't mean our actions is good, but we respond. It's, it's like if you slap somebody, it's natural and normal for them to slap you back. But it's not good to be slapping people. But if you're getting slapped, it's a natural, normal. So what we're doing as a people is very normal. 600 shooters in Chicago, over 600 this year, is, I think it's, I think the number is there. I know it's 70 in one weekend, so if I'm wrong with those numbers, last year I know it was like 672, so maybe a little high on those numbers. But all that shooting in Chicago for what's in those boys' heads, Michael, is natural and normal for somebody that don't have low self-esteem. If I don't value you and I value money, that's why I try to tell people, the Bible says love not the world, nor things that are in the world. We're not supposed to love no thing in this world. I love my job. Wrong. Not supposed to love my car. Wrong. Not supposed to love my jewelry. Wrong. Not supposed to. I love my clothing. Wrong. You're not supposed to. We're only required to love people. If you love things, Michael, you might kill a person.
ungodly, and it's not the way we need to, but what's in our head, that poison, we're responding normally to that poison. Do you understand what I'm trying to articulate? Yeah, I do. But we're 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 responding normally to an abnormal situation, right? Where I'm saying this, if I tell somebody Michael is a killer, he's gonna kill you. And soon as you walk in the door, they go to attacking you. What they're doing is not right. It can land them in jail. They could end up killing you. But what they are doing with what's in their head is very normal and natural and really brilliant. They're brilliantly trying to protect themselves from someone they perceive is a killer. God made us perfect. We respond with what's in our heads perfectly. It's just what's in our head is poison, and what our behavior is is damaging, sinful, and it causes a lot of pain. But what was in our head, if we think we niggas, and that's what a lot of us think, we're going to act like niggas. We're not going to support each other. Why should I support you? You ain't nobody. You ain't nobody. We're going to make fun of our professionals. We're not going to get the respect. You a doctor. I'm sure you can tell us stories between now and next year about people that disrespected you as a doctor, even though you told them you were a doctor. They disrespected your knowledge of being a doctor because oh, yeah. of how you look. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. But see, the thing about it is that 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 doesn't affect me because I know who I am. Right. It, it but never if you does. did know it who you are, go ahead. No, no, I, I'm thinking it, it never affects me because because I'm rooted in my myself, and I think I think a big problem for us is people that a lot of us are extroverted in our in our our approach to life and and our. Ourselves, I mean, I, I guess maybe that's the training that we get because we look for, for cues from outside of ourselves, and we get that from the dominant society. You know, so if you, if you want to think about our society as a, as a, as a, as a, as a hold on, hold on, hold on, Michael, Michael, you're following. I don't know what's going to be phone lines. I mean, you're probably on the cell, but you sound you sound like kind of like that. So listen, I want you to adjust your phone. And while you do that, I'm going to go back to this other line that was crumbled, and then we'll come back to you. Y'all can hang out with me tonight. Again, Sister Eliana is not with me tonight, so y'all can hang out as long as you like. It's not a problem. The show is about to end here a little bit anyway, so I would like you to hang out with me if that's okay. All right? Okay. Sounds good. All right. Let's go to Erico 760-619. Okay, the line sounds a whole lot clearer and peaceful now. Let me go to them. Okay, if you can give us your name and the city you're calling from, and I'd love to know your comments, please. Okay, phone number 760-619. Your line is wide open for everybody to hear. Go ahead and give us your name and where you're calling from, and then the comment, please. Okay, I don't know what's going on with 760619, but their line is wide open and we can't hear them. Uh, okay, I'll go back to you, Michael. Uh, your line sound a little clearer now. Again, folks, I didn't say this earlier, but you listen to Five Stone Network. 
been so busy with all of the phone, the calls, and so forth. Um, let me go back to. Uh, okay, let's do this. Um, area code eight zero five two three eight. I thought I saw your hand up. I'm gonna come to you. Uh, there we go. Okay, here we go. Area code seven six zero six one nine. I think they're ready now. They just press one again. Okay, area code six. Seven six zero six one nine. Go ahead with your question or comment. I'd love to know your name and the city you're calling from, please. Uh, well, Seth, this is Lynn. I'm actually here with Michael. I think I may have hit the hit the one by mistake. Oh, that's okay, my sister, my cousin. Uh, again, folks, we got two cousins on the line. This is another couple. So this is couple night. It is so good to hear y'all's voices. Really, it truly is. Uh, what do y'all think of this blog tonight? Uh, we're talking about black-on-black racism. And Stephanie, and I still got one more clip I need to play. And I probably should do that pretty quickly. But before I go to this last clip where Mara La Negra is talking about self-hate she's getting from her own people, before I do that, I just want to get y'all's comment on um, this show really was supposed to talk about black-on-black. We have Every time we do this, it always gets... We still go back to the white man, the white man. And it really is supposed to be about what we're doing to each other in hip-hop. And so I may have to do a part two because I don't think I nailed that tonight like I really wanted to because the, the sickness of white supremacy is not a color. It's a, it's, it's a philosophy, and it's damnable, and it's destructive. If you believe it, you would you could actually even kill each other. And that's what happened in Rwanda. The Hutus and the Tutsis, a lot of people don't know that. One of them was lighter skinned. Now, some of us dark, but most of the, whichever one was empowered was the lighter ones. And it was about that superiority that the colonizers created there. You, that was over almost a half a million people died. So you don't have to have white people ruling over you to be destructive. You just need to not know who you are and believe a lie as to who you are. Lynn, I would love your comments on that and, and anything you've heard tonight. Then I want to go to one more clip we're going to play from Amara Lanegra, please. Well, I was listening um, earlier when I was on my way home off of work on the train, and there was a young lady that you had on. You had played a clip. I can't remember her name, but she was um, talking about how maybe – I don't know if she was Latino or was maybe of darker skin, Latino, and how in her family, yes, you know, that was a you were don't, right. don't, don't, you know, don't date a black guy, don't marry anybody black because, you know, you're going to mess up the, you know, the features and, you know, and, and all of that. And, you know, I, I think that that's still so prevalent even in, you know, even in our, you know, our own our own race, you can still see that there's, you know, so much of the self-hatred. I mean, I don't know how we can sort of, you know, correct that, you know, other than to continue to, to try to tell each other that we're beautiful and, and you know, um, we're made in God's image and, you know, we're, we're grateful in general that we're always under attack, whether it's, you know, in the media, whether it's, you know, um, at, at, at work, I mean, it's it's almost like it gets exhausting trying to continue to, you know, either lift yourself up, lift your family members up, lift your kid, lift your kids up when the world is telling them, you know, you're black, you're ugly, you're this, you know, you don't, you're not smart, and all that up, you know, all of that, which is just, you know, garbage. But 
you get bombarded with it on a regular basis, it's almost like if you're not grounded, if you're not grounded spiritually, you're not, you know, grounded in the word, well, well then you are going to succumb to that noise. Absolutely, and and and, and this is and, oh, that's brilliant. The way you just put that, uh, and uh, folks, she is that was that was pretty good. Listen, this is what I tell people: you can't get no better than the minister of the gospel, nineteen eighty four, right? Raised up in church. I mean, I've never smoked, never drank. Um, the father used me. I mean, if I tell you I laid hands on a few people that got healed, I'd be lying. I laid hands on many people that's gotten healed, including myself. I've been used with regards to spiritual warfare. I mean, I was, I knew who I was in Christ. The Father showed me where I had white people that in my mind was not right. And what I had, where I had black people in my mind was not right. You can like white people, hate white people, love black people, hate black. It don't matter how you feel. It's what do you know as far as who they are. If you don't know who they are, you're looking at us misbehaving, and we are misbehaving, malfunctioning. We cannot lie. There is a million black men locked up. We Our houses is led by women. We do go into neighborhoods, and when we leave it, some, some of us, we leave it more destructive. When we, we, we destroy it. That's the truth. These white people, these white racists, a lot of the things they say is true that we do. We can get mad at them. But why? They say we're inferior. On the surface, it looked like that. If you're not able to come back to them with something solid, like I'm going to show you how you are standing up the way you're standing, what made your people great, God is behind you because he's chastising us, or God allows Satan to use you to chastise us. If you don't have, if you don't give Satan the credit or God the credit, yeah, there is something Satan is doing. And when you say credit, it's not like you're worshiping him. But there is something Satan is doing in the earth, and I think he's behind a lot of white, powerful men and how they're brutalizing the world. I will not, Lynn and Michael, give that credit to a mere white male or white people. I won't do it. I used to do it until God the Father showed me that everything we're acting, we're doing, this function we're doing as a nation is in the Bible. Isaiah, Deuteronomy 28, or Leviticus 26. That's what's supposed to be up on a nation. When you read that, young people, because some of y'all are going to go look at it, remember when it talks about you, for instance, your donkey or your ass is going to be violently taken away. Y'all going to say, I don't have no donkey. I don't have no ass. It ain't talking about me. You are part of a nation. Your nation did have asses and donkeys at one time, and they were violently taken away by those who from the north, whites. We're living out all of those scriptures, cousins. We're living out all of these things. If we're living right. out, then we have to also be living out the fact that the Father said he would use a nation from the north, which we talked about last week and last week's show. Those of you that want more proof, go to last week, last Tuesday, Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio, and I'll go into more scriptures. But Jeremiah one fifteen, the Father said he would call all of the nations of the north. If he call all of anything, that means it's going to be empty when he get done. 
he called all of the nations north of Israel down to Israel to to to, to, to judge it. And he, he turned around a way, I mean, Dr. Wade, Michael, Lynch, and he says that he calls him his army. He calls him his army. Last week I played a show, a, a, a song, uh, uh, Michael, where we constantly dance in churches. It says, they rush on the city, they run on the wall. Great is the army that carries out his word. Y'all ever heard that song? Yes. We dance off that song. That song is talking about a nation that's going to come from the north that's going to beat down Israelites. It's going to take Jerusalem and all the lands around it. We didn't know. We thought that was God's people. It is God's people. It's, it's, it's a people that God is going to use. Well, today that same people is these white people we're talking about. We're giving them all the credit for having done this to us, Lynn. And in reality, we're just fulfilling prophecy. That's all we're doing. We are living it out, and the good news is, the great news is, folks, family, those of you listening to archives, the great news is, we ended with the end of that 400-year rule. 2019, even the government said, the government, our government, even have done the calculation, and they, it's, a, it's a resolution that next year is 400 years. This is the, the end of Gentile rule, and it's going to be a major shift. You're going to now see that power that's behind those people back off, and you're going to see them for being the mere men they are. They're about to look really, really powerless because all that that's behind them that's been ordained of the Father to break down our disobedient, those who are disobedient in this nation. Now, again, if we obey the Father individually, we can be blessed and highly favored. I, I believe that individually, but not as a nation. Go ahead. Well, you know, Seth, I'm just wondering how, you know, when you say the good news, do we need to be doing a better job of spreading that good news? Or, I mean, how do, how do we get, and maybe this is why we have so much confusion and dysfunction and all that, because what you're talking about and, you know, with the scriptures and all that, there are a lot of people who they're not they're not getting it. They're not getting it. Uh, someone's not explaining it to them. I mean, do we need to be doing, you know, a, a, a better job? I, I know we're supposed to stay in the word, but a lot of people, they're, they're not. They're, they're not staying in it. So they, some of us think they don't know. So are we, are we just not doing a good enough job of spreading that good news? Or do we yeah, need to do a better job? How, what do we, how do we equip the masses if you know, if, people, if there's still people out there who need to hear it, know it, understand it, and believe it. Well, here's the deal. There's, my wife heard what you just said. She was screaming because my wife thinks on my shows I don't talk enough about that. What you just said. <laughs> if, if my wife Arlene could have heard what you just said, she was saying she feels like that's what your show needs to be mostly talking about when we're coming out the victory, the victory, the victory. But I try to tell her you can't give a solution to somebody who don't even know they have a problem. So I try to in the, in the right. show expose the problem, expose the enemy. That's why I was trying to tell Ricky and his wife, a, a very nice couple that called earlier, that we we can't keep saying. The white man doing this white man. He is doing all those things. Ricky, he, they're not lying. That's a brilliant couple. They're not lying. But we got to understand what's behind them because if we don't, we give them too much power. And then our kids see that and they, 
they be little white supremacists and they you wanna know why they ascribe to white culture and why they prefer to be around you know, this culture coming behind us, they're not stupid. They're looking at all this and they saying, well, I might as well just be a white girl. Right. you got to let them know, no, they're not superior, baby. God is using them to chastise us, and, and it's not all of us that's getting this whipping. Those of us whose households are serving the Father, we are exempt. But our nation, our nation is going through the pain. So you might see your uncles and aunts and cousins go through because if they're disobedient. Our nation is suffering. But it's not on every single household. You don't have to be beat down by the cops. There's blessings. There, you don't have to die of cancer. You can, I'm not saying everybody dies of cancer, one believers or nothing like that. Please don't go there with me. But I'm saying I can't lie. The Bible does talk about healing that's available for the believer. But we have to accept it, believe it, accept it, believe it. We have to stand on those promises that he's given us. And then I'm not, again, I'm not knocking anybody at this holding. I'm not. I'm just going by what the Bible says for sure. I may be one of those persons right. that could, if I, if I don't stand on those promises or whatever, I'll die prematurely or whatever. But all I'm saying, I can't lie, can't throw the Bible away because I don't want to offend, you know. So all I'm trying to say is this, uh, cousins, it's so good to hear y'all's voice. It really is. And, and uh, y'all chiming in like the other couple. I'm really so glad to hear you, Michael, tonight. It's, you, you, y'all would be amazing uh, if you knew I, you would oh, be yeah. not, not amazed. You would be shocked. I actually wanted to look at what Linda said. How, how can we get the word out? And I, and I kind of wonder, we have so many prominent pastors that aren't getting the word out, and they have no intention of it. And that, I think that's a big problem. Well, I don't think they know. This is the other thing that I get a chance to say. The other, the, what was that? What was that? No, I said that is the problem. So they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. And I used to think that they was rebelliously knowing they don't want to. The Father showed me something. I really believe this revelation is just given to young people. I think the Father deliberately is not giving it to older people. I, I kid you not. It's like you can sit down and explain it to them. They won't knock it. That's what I'm learning. They won't knock it. They just they just say, well, baby, God going to use your baby. They don't preach it. I just don't think it's theirs to run with. These young people, they see it, they they can, and they use, they don't, they're not gullible. They're not gullible. The young people I talk to, they, they want you to show it to them in the scripture, and they go run with it. They just go run with it. They just believe it and run. And people say, oh, they just go. But no, they're not. They use those same scriptures and, and try to debate one of these Israelites. You'll never see an older person debate one of these yellow young person. They'll eat them alive. I think this is the next generation's mission. And I think next year we're going to see some folks. I kid you not, just as sure as I'm on this line, these shows are recorded. You can always quote me. I promise you, in less than 12 months, y'all going to see something. There's going to become a shift in power. It's already happening. It's already happening. What do you do if it's already happening? So the good news is whites are not going to be ruled. 2040, I think they said, they're not even going to be here. They're going to be a minority. There's no kind of government they can strut up that's going to hold them in power. They're just out of numbers. They're going to have people who know to rule. So that's what's happening. There's a changing happen, but I believe that a remnant is going to start to return to Israel's next. I mean, it's going to start. It's already started. We did a show on it. My my niece is there right now. There's all kinds of people. I go to Israel, land, 
I was seeing it, and I don't know why. God told me to come to Israel. Israel, Israel. A lot of people have left and went to Israel. I can start. I did a show, and I'm not going to do it now. But listen, I want to play one more clip again, because I really want to nail down this self-hate. Do I, do I, do I want to do that? Uh, I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't. Um, but this young lady really goes off into the self-hate. Um, I think next week I'm just going to do a show on, on racism in Latino America and, and, and among the Hispanics in Latin America because I really, really want to hit this a little harder tonight. Well, anyway, Lynn, you're right. I, I think we need to hit harder the solution. Um, I, I think I do. My wife don't think I do. She feels like I need to be talking about, you know, she, of course, don't listen to every single show either, but Sister Eliana and I have hit hard. Have y'all been listening to the, Well, actually, I know you have, Lynn. Uh, maybe you have, too, because I've seen 760 numbers every week. So have y'all been listening to the previous shows where we've been talking about uh, the 400-year ending and whites ending their rule and this big remnant that's, that is already um, poised to return to Israel or just return to Africa and then from Africa going to Israel? We've hit this pretty hard. Y'all have heard any of this? Yeah, I've been listening to some of the, yes, the passion. Well, so we have hit it a little bit. We really have been. Well, listen, I'm going to try to wrap this show up. Uh, Cousins, it's so good to hear from y'all to help me finalize this Thank show. Thank you. Can y'all just give me some final words on, what, on anything you've heard tonight? And then I just want to wrap this show up. But how beautiful to have your own kin folks to come in and bring this thing home. So why don't, uh, Lynn, you go first, and then, Michael, you can have last words. Uh, I just want to say that I, you know, really enjoyed the show tonight and all the, you know, the comments. I think that, you know, just listening and, you know, being able to, you know, to contribute and hear what, you know, what other opinions are is very beneficial and I think beneficial for everyone listening. And I appreciate that you're still doing the the blog and that we're able to uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing and thank you for um, letting us a comment and, you know, chime in tonight. Wow. Well, I, I definitely, I'm here, and, and cousins, I see them all the time, Missouri numbers. I know the family's listening. Eventually, <laughs> we'll probably do another family show sooner or later. Uh, I just need, you know, once I get enough, you know, we'll, uh, once somebody tap my shoulders and enough people tap my shoulders, we'll do something, but I just, you know how it is. I didn't want to carry that whole load by myself. So, and then right. Darlene happened, Darlene happened, you know, also. Uh, Michael, uh, same question I put to, uh, uh, put at you, the final words, anything you've heard tonight, anything quickly before we wrap the show up? Uh, well, so my beautiful wife said everything that could be said. So I, I can't, I can't say any what she's just said already. Well, it is so good to hear from y'all, and like I say, we'll probably be doing something in the future again with the family, uh, the Douglas County family. But in the meantime, we got all these people on the phone lines. It's been some been tuning in since 2011, and I hope they enjoyed the show as much as y'all did, cousins. I really do. And I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thank show you. up, okay? But I thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Okay, okay. thank you, Tuesday. Bye bye. All right. All right. That's my cousin. Y'all don't hang up yet. I got a nice little song for you. But listen, folks. I don't know what to say. Um, folks, listen. Listen. I love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Uh, tonight, again, 
I really want to shine the light more heavily on us and not so much the white man. It's always hard to do it when we have these kind of shows, but when if it, it, maybe we'll do another part two next week uh, to do it because I've been really wanting to do this whole thing about Latin America. It's such self hatred among Latin America is not funny. So I want to do a show. I'll probably do that next week if the father says the same. So stay tuned and I'll talk about that more. But listen, listen. Um, you can't deny that everything we're doing as a people to ourselves is very natural and normal with the poison we have in our head. The Father made us to respond perfectly. We're brilliantly responding. It's just that the information in our head is not right. Like I said earlier, if, if if I present somebody, if I tell somebody I'm bringing a killer into the house, and I say I'm going to bring this person to the house and they're going to try to take your life, it's natural and normal to fight that person. It's natural and normal to hate that person. That I have painted erroneously, uh, secretly, as the enemy. So the way we respond is very normal to what we think is the enemy. The, the, the problem is, that's a lot. That's not the enemy. No people can be your enemy. I mean, no, um, i got to say this the right way. I do think the Father is using uh, uh, Europeans to chastise the world. In their response, they, is, they are the enemy. But you got to look at it. The Father says, you don't have to be like that. If you do this, you do that. I'll bless you. And you don't do that. You're choosing for them to rule over you by your actions. So really, you are the enemy. Your behavior, your rebellion is the enemy. Not a peak. That's what I want people to understand, especially if he said, if you turn to me now, uh, I will bless your household. I will heal your body. I will give you peace. If he's saying all this stuff now and you don't do it, you're choosing to go through it. We're Israelites. We can't help the things that are happening to us because of the bloodline, a DNA, a deep identity we have. So I believe the enemy is evil spirits and what they're plotting that nobody never talk about them as though they went away. The devil gets no credit. Nobody talks about spiritual warfare. Everybody want to make it like black and white. And then there's an enemy called ignorance. No information. People with no information is, is damaging. They can destroy planets. People with no information being ignorant. The Bible even says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Ignorant people can do crazy stuff. Deceive people. People with half truth, half information can do uh, can destroy millions. And folks that believe are one hundred percent lie, they have no truth. Oh my goodness! This is the enemy, not a people, a certain look. And I believe, and I submit to you, that our own brothers and sisters are full of these lies, ignorance, and deception, and even evil spirits. It is not a look. It is not a color. And you better be careful, because if you don't know the enemy, you might be sleeping with him or her or it. Actually, the, the vessel used by it, I should say. So anyway, I've enjoyed this. Thank you, everyone, for t- tuning in and pressing 1. And uh, I'm going to go out with Lecrae. Uh, don't waste your time. Don't waste your life. This is a wonderful, uh, I love this, this beat and this, this, this message this, this young rapper put, put
put out there. So we'll, be, we'll go ahead and end the show right now. Folks, I'm tired. So here we go. We'll see you next week. Let's go. Let's go. I wish you life, man. I know a lot of people that are scared to go die Couple of us thinking they'll be living in the sky While I'm here living, man, I gotta ask why What am I here for? I gotta figure out Waste my life, no, I gotta make it count If Christ is real, then what am I gonna do about? Everything in Luke 12, 15, now it's 21 You really gotta go and check it out Paul said if Christ ain't resurrected We wasted our lives without his lives And our lives built around Jesus being alive Yeah, they gonna be trying to show the world why Christ is more than everything I'll ever try Better than pretty women and sitting and living And get a minute of any women and minutes you admire It ain't no lie, we created for Out of the dust, he made Matter of fact, better man, I know I got Christ You don't see his ways in my days and my nights You can hit my brakes, you can stop my lights Man, I lost my right, lost my life Forget the money cause it's off that ice The cost is price, they can never offer me anything On the planet that cost that price Devil just can't hang with us Christian youth, them a stand with us Living and driven, giving a vision for penning the commission he handed us London to Los Angeles, the rap evangelist My daddy wouldn't abandon us I got a backpack from the jets and I give a Johnny Max Now are you ready to jam with us? So let's go, give me the word and let's go Persecution, let's go, tribulation, let's go Across the nation, let's go, procrastination, let's go Hung on the cross in the cold, now for the young and the old Can't take it, never know, heaven knows How many souls are going to hell to heaven So we gotta go in together You trying to figure out what to do with your life You make a lot of money, hope you're doing it right Because the money is God, you better steward it right And stay focused, you ain't got no ride Your life ain't wrapped up in what you drive The clothes you wear, the job you work The color of your skin, now you're Christian first People get to living for a job Make a little money, start living for a car Get in my wife, a house, kids, and a dog Then they retire, they're living high on the hall But guess what, they didn't ever really live at all To live is Christ, and that's Paul, I recall To die is gangster, but Christ, we give it all He's a treasure you can never find in a mall To see your money, your thing on this marriage Challenge your time, they were lonely You to show the world that Christ is divine That's why it's Christ in my rhyme That's why it's Christ all the time See, my whole world is built around him He's the life in my life I refuse to waste my life He's too true to chase that ice Here's my gift of time, cause I'm constantly Trying to be used to praise the Christ If he's truly raised to life Then it's news to change your life If I can break you can put your faith in a place That rules the days and nights Yes, yes.